Good evening and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern episode 93rd on this wonderful Sunday night at 8pm. Oh, they're not here yet. Let me introduce them. Coming up first is MPV Graham. Hello, Hello. Graham. How are you? I am great, thank you. How are you? Excellent. Wonderful, thank you. Also joining us is Million Man Ian. Hello, it's now 1.3 million man here, but hello. Whoa, well, I'll update that immediately. <laughs> Let me just type away. Okay, done. Uh, also got fa- ladies' favourite Daniel's back. Hello. What the oh. fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> For the win. <laughs> and of course, the man, the running show, uh, Scottish Gruff Ross. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, very I need a proud of myself. Over Daniel's wonderful, wonderful Lewin <laughs> If you're not watching, you need to go check it on YouTube. That was that uh, was terrible. That was that was wonderful. Dan, um, yeah. Dan I give you round of applause for that. Thank you. Oh, Maybe yeah. where did you get one from me? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I know. Um, I'll just get abuse. <laughs> so yeah, so thank you very much for tuning once again. We are Xbox Tavern. This is Xbox Tavern episode 93rd on YouTube.com/slash Xbox Tavern official every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Yes. yes, there we go. Uh, and we're going to get into the week's video game news, specifically Xbox related. And we're going to start with, despite if you're watching this live or if you listen to this somehow on the Sunday evening, the big, bigger news that happened today. We'll get to that later on. We're going to start with GoldenEye. It's come back finally after it's well, it was really launched in 1997. Gentlemen, Oof. how old does that make you feel? Very old. Yeah. Uh, but just very, not very as old as you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was that? Anyway, let's carry on. So, finally, after all the rumors and speculation, etc., etc., they Nintendo had a showcase uh, earlier this week and they revealed that GoldenEye 007 will be coming back a part of their Switch Online service, which we all got way and we're like, wait a minute, what about the Xbox side? And about five seconds later, Rare and Game Pass and that tweeted out that it will be coming to Xbox in 4K ups past vision uh, to Game Pass as well. So, this pleases everybody. We'll get to the uh, the downer ever so, ever so shortly. But Ross, are you happy to be able to play this game again at some point shortly? They haven't announced a release date yet, but are Fucking you excited? Nice. Love this game on the the sixty four. Love the film. Massive Bond fan. Um, can't wait to run around with your charcoal pencil AK forty seven. Um, no, it's been how, how long has this been rumored that golden eyes get a remaster yeah, from yeah. xbox game pass many, it feels many, like it's just every time like e3 or gamescom or a game awards come around it's like could there be a golden eye game could there be this could there be and then eventually mm-hmm. we finally got around to it and we're getting it in stunning 4k can't wait to see that and also oh. for ian's enjoyment we'll get to see some achievements for it as well the achievements for this one are going to be weird I've yeah. seen them already because they came out quite early, didn't they? I'll have the, the, I'm sure the, they popped up on True Achievements the other day. Ian, yeah. Ian, has any of them caught your eye or something that you'd like to aim for? I know you're obviously going to go aim for the thousand anyway, but any one particular achievement you're like, that's the one. Apparently, you've got to play the whole game and then using the club. <laughs> <laughs> I really that's hope that's true. That is the hundred miles. Yeah. No, it seems like a normal list, so it shouldn't be too bad. But I think, like I say, it's. Obviously, put the game on the highest difficulty. It's probably the hardest one. Because that was quite a bitch. I remember back in the day. But then I was younger then. I mean, as, as we spoke, we spoke about this many times already over the few, last few weeks. But having the different difficulties where you've got, you know, a agent where it gives you one objective and then secret agents give you two objectives and it goes up and up from there. I imagine they're going to factor into the Chivos yeah. as well as just showing people how difficult it should be done, I think. Um, Daniel, are you excited about, about GoldenEye action coming to Xbox at last? Oh, I can't wait. And I really, I'm looking forward to hosting like an online multiplayer, Matt. 
Oh, well, see, why did you have to be well, that guy? Uh, hey, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But first, Graham. Graham. Yeah. We, so I, don't know, I couldn't possibly count the amount of hours we spent at your house playing this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you yeah. looking forward to j- jumping back in finally with 4K resolution, 16.9 widescreen, dual analog stick control? <gasps> I think that's going to be the bit that's going to be a big difference. It's the fact that, that the controls of the N64 at the time was part of its kind of charm. As with the random polygon shaped people, yeah. um, with the hands all that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that the dual control is obviously a big game changer when it came to it because obviously you're using that single to almost semi tank movement of the N64 mm-hmm. to how you steer and aimed, and that mm-hmm. just made things that all a bit difficult because you had the C buttons, which was the equivalent of your right analog stick. The, the up, down, left, right C buttons to do your then, strafing and such. And then you had to hit the right bumper to stop and aim with the stick, didn't you? And then you could move. Yeah, them. that's what I mean. So that was part of the challenge. And obviously people have been so practiced now with the, the dual stick aiming now. So it's, I don't know if it's, well, making it easier is obviously definitely one bit, but it depends how much they've changed. Because, you know, depending on how much you stray from the originals, how much charm's kind of lost. Yeah. That one was always going to be a given, the dual stick bit, but the graphics is one. I mean, I don't know how you can 4K <laughs> something like that unless you do improve the graphics, but I'm not sure if that will kill some of the charm as well. Because uh, most of the multiplayer levels were cool. There's the fact that it was kind of unfinished. There was like no railings, no protection walls, or even everything was pretty much open, except yeah. for in the facility where you had the bathroom doors or whatever, and that was probably about it. But even then, like yeah. even though there was no railings on the ramps and stuff, you still couldn't jump off the edge after time. You like invisible no. walled your way down. Invisible but... walled, but it was open. Yeah. But you could still shoot and through so, it. Yeah. And so that was the thing. So it, it literally depends on how much they've changed from the original. And uh, I was completely oblivious to what Dan's mentioned, but I assume that's going to be a big killer as well. Well, if you haven't heard yet, we'll get into we'll we'll uh, deflate your balloon ever so slightly in a second. Um, yeah. But like you're, I'm looking forward to playing it. Very much so, because obviously, as I said, we played fucking hours and I went through all the difficulties, getting all the d- different cheats and stuff you could unlock, which apparently are coming back for this as well. Um, but I'm not sure that it will hold up, like you said, with dual analog sticks. Will it compare to the likes of Halo and Quake and Doom and, and all these other first person shooters that come out since? Because obviously they were made for it, whereas this is going to try and sort of retrofit two sticks into one, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, an excuse to play Goldeneye again is a good excuse as, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and uh, again, going back to the the announcement of Switch Online, <clears throat> because it's included as part of their uh, what's it uh, what's it called like Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack or something? Is yeah, that, something like that. Something yeah, like that. Um, because it's Expansion included on online. That. Yeah, yeah. So they that service includes multiplayer for for a lot of the older games like Mario Kart 64 and. Uh, whatever other racing game and stuff is on there and that's why the switch version is getting online play however uh to slightly deflate ourselves like i said microsoft has confirmed to vgc obviously vgc that the xbox version of goldeneye will not feature online multiplayer uh they're excited to bring it to game pass for the first time a faithful recreation of a much loved and iconic title uh, and while there are no plans to include online multiplayer as part of it on game pass uh, Xbox is focused on bringing this title to players in ways they fondly remember, including local multiplayer, allowing up to four players to take to the couch in a battle of wits and skill. Um, so, the, yeah, the oh. good thing about it as well is also, even though it's going to Game Pass, it's coming free to anyone that owns Rare Replay. Yes. So, oh, nice. Uh, so, if you own Rare Replay, you get free. I, I, 
wouldn't be surprised if this Golden Eye would be a year Game Pass. So I imagine that anyone who owns Rare Replay would get it for free for the yes. future. I believe Rare Replay is in Game Pass as well, isn't it? Uh, oh yeah, it's a good point. True. Uh, yeah, so it probably ends up sticking around. But yeah, that's a good little. Oh, so did it go games with gold or not? Did it go games um, with gold? Ones? I don't know. Or wasn't it given out free? Maybe it was. It was free. I bought it uh, a year or so ago for about five pounds. So it, it's been very cheap at several points. But uh, we're kind of sugarcoating the fact that you can get it either Game Pass or Rare Replay, or you can just buy it. But if you're playing on Xbox, you're gonna have to go old school and get all your friends around, which. In this modern day and age, who's got time for that? Eh? <laughs> time for that. Um, it's, it seems odd to me to ex, um, have online play exclusive to the Switch when mm. everybody knows that the Switch is online is like the worst out of the big three. Yeah, it does oh, seem well, it seems a yeah. weird choice. And again, mm. I know it's part of, like I said, of the expansion pack or whatever it is. But if they can make it work there, why can't we make it work on Xbox? Unless there's some sort of deal that. They struck because obviously, as Russ alluded to, this has been a long time coming. I think it's is it like the twenty, some sort of anniversary of James Bond this 25th. year? Twenty fifth, yes, of gold. Of, yeah, so obviously that's I imagine part of it. But perhaps part of the deal was Nintendo were like, we'll only let you publish it Xbox if you put it. Uh, don't have online. We have online. Seems very strange. But Graham, does that ruin the excitement somewhat for you? Since you didn't seem to know that beforehand, uh, a little bit. Because that was kind of the, the main. I mean, the single player was fine. It was, but it's kind of fine for the time. I'm sure, depending on what upgrades they've done to it, it'll still be going for a half decent playthrough. Yeah. But um, yeah, the multiplayer was definitely where it was at. So it's going to kill the buzz for a lot of people. And those trying to get their sort of younger generation to sort of buy into it, saying you missed out on this when this came through. This was cutting edge at the time and. It goes to show you don't need all the best bells and whistles to make a decent multiplayer game. And it was like, yeah, you can only do it locally, though. So it's only going to be me and you, and I'm just going to pummel the crap out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if everything is as you remember it, all the levels and weapons and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Is anybody going to actually check, uh, pick it up? Has, well, has anyone got the Switch expansion pass? And is anybody tempted to get it so they can play this online? I can imagine Dan will probably pick it up. So therefore, I'll get it by proxy. But yeah. <laughs> I can't see me picking it up just for the Switch version. Yeah, I'm yeah. not too sure whether I will. I will do the expand. I've just got the basic, basic bitch Nintendo um, online. I suppose so, yeah. technically we could do again, like we spoke about the the Game Pass family sharing. That you can have an account of up to eight people, so we could all get together and work this out. Um, but again, it's only four player online as well. So, I mean, one of us is going to have to sit out. Oh, sorry, Ian. Um, to try and coordinate which is online play is going to be challenging enough. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 coordinating five people we have a tough time trying to do Game Pass. Exactly, yeah. Coordinating um, Dan is tough as it is. Hey, I <laughs> we're bringing it all back, right? Um, but yeah, so this is a shame, obviously, but it still doesn't detract too much, hopefully, from the fact that Goldeneye is back at last. We can share it, with, like you said, Gray, with new players who haven't played it before. Um, and hopefully, yeah. as they said, they'll include all the different difficulties and cheats and everything. So I remember running through a facility trying to do it on the four different difficulties. And I think the final one was how you got, was it invisibility, invincibility. or invincibility or something? Invincibility. Like? And you had to beat you it had in to be under like five a minute. minutes or something. No, nah, it was like a minute, 20 seconds or something. You had to get through that level. And it yeah, took it me so crazy. long, but I did it at last. And now it's just <laughs> on my N64 cartridge up there, not played for 20 odd years. Um, the only yeah. mode you should play is big heads, slappers only, one hit, one kill. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, so like I said, slappers better than the clubs all day long. <laughs> Everyone loves a good slap. Oh yes. Sure. Um, yeah, so no, uh, no date yet, but they said soon. So hopefully before the end of the year, that would be nice. Especially if it is the anniversary of the film and stuff. Um, when did the film come out? Nineteen eighty-seven. Twenty-five uh, years date. ago. I was say, yeah, the, the the game was ninety-seven. I've got a feeling. Shall I? Shall I look up? Look up. Let me ask Jeeves quickly. Jeeves. Jeeves. Well, ninety-five. The film. So it must be ninety-five. Yeah. Anniversary of the game of the game itself, which is even more exciting because reasons. Um, yeah, video games. Good. Goldeneye. Good. That doesn't add up. That's not 25 years of the film. No, not from the film. No, from the oh, game. The game. Anyway, let's move, the game. Yeah, let's move on from from, from basic <laughs> maths. Going yeah, over logic, our heads. Yeah. Um, so yeah, from so November. Hopefully, we'll, hopefully yeah. we'll get a date a date at some point soon. Uh, and we can all play together. Well, three of us can play together and two of us can sit on their lonesome and play and, watch. and pretend they're playing with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have to get special guest Pete round for old time's sake. Right. Gentlemen, yeah. thank you very much. Goldeneye, good, very exciting. However, let's get on to what probably should have been the main story had it arrived a little bit earlier. But I mean, we talked about this game enough for the past month or two. I don't know if you saw there were some videos going around the internet earlier on about this small game called Grand Theft Auto Six. Um, wow! Some guy, let me find out his name quickly. Again, I'm reading from BGC as always because there they are the best. Um, Posted to GTA forums by user Tepot Uber Hacker. I'm going to go with that and uh, pronunciation. And the footage includes open world gameplay, which is alleged to be from GTA 6, and they appear to be legitimate. It's claimed that leaker uh, by the leaker that the videos were downloaded from Slack. Um, and then Jason Schreier has so far gone on to confirm that with his Rockstar sources that they are actually legitimate. Uh, and there's about well, there was about an hour's worth of footage from like test build so one had uh the characters which I, i'll forget their names right now i'll find it in a second but the girl was robbing a shop and her male partner was like holding up the customers up hostage and then they went outside and fought the police there was another one where they were just her like fighting the police out in the, in the streets another where they're driving another where they're just doing little test things like in a gray box scenario and stuff um a lot of it very technical there was like fucking code flashing over the screen and uh, prompts popping up that were all obviously not designed for any players to see. But did anybody else watch any of the footage before I carry on? I've seen a bit of the footage, yeah, and it does seem obviously it's all test build, so but it does look legit. I mean, yeah. it is that's the thing, it is legit. I mean, Jason Schreier came out and said that basically he's been in contact with Rockstar and they've confirmed that the footage that he did see was legitimately for GTA 6. Obviously, it was in a a pre-alpha build or whatever they decide to call it, but what you've seen was confirmed to be GTA 6, which is mind-blowing. I've seen a lot of backlash for it for the simple fact of people are going to now see the game date and delayed because they want to take things back, see the reaction of it, edit it again, so it might put the release date back further because they've seen this leaked. Yeah, Whether it's, it's that... not just sorry, it's not just the game that's leaked. Uh, this footage, it's also it's GTA Five and GTA Six source code, which yeah, happened which... to Half Life Two way back when, and they had to delay the game by years because yeah, because they have to fucking change all of that. Yeah, to go back and fucking amend it. Carry on, yeah. sorry. So I mean, as much as it's great for us to see X, Y, and Z about the game, it could have essentially fucked things for us at the same time. Yeah, it's uh, he, he's putting out a lot, and he was doing a big 
thread on the GTA forums saying, you know, ask me anything and I've, I've proved it is real. And they were asking for all this different information, including apparently some parts about some court case they're currently going through with some hackers and stuff. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Just shared all his information with him, um, which is obviously going to put me in even more fucking trouble. Oh, uh, yeah. But, I mean, if they track that guy doing good luck, they ever seen him again. Yeah, I, as I said in, in one of our discords or somewhere, I, f- I forget, like, the, the last people you want to piss off is Rockstar, who've got infinite money, time, and lawyers to come after you. You, yeah. you, you'll you be... And at the minute, the last update I saw before we came on here was he was trying to bright, uh, blackmail them, as it were, saying, Rockstar, get in touch with me, and if you pay me, basically, I won't leak any more and stuff. So, dude, That's you've already fucked yourself, like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. why are you leaking? You've got no chance. <laughs> Of all the, like, yeah, even if they were to pay you, they're still going to come after you. Um, yeah, you're kind of pissing into the wind here. Yeah, I know, right? And saying, like, was it during Red Dead that they were sacking employees who were leaking any information? So they've got no issue finding this hacker and yeah, they, they making sure he's them. dealt they, with. They will eventually find him. Um, I just wanted to say that the, the protagonist <laughs> name because it seems to be a like GTA Five, you've got the three you can switch between here. It seems to be the two, and it is. If I can open my fucking phone once again, uh, <laughs> Jason and Lucia, who uh, seems to be boyfriend and girlfriend, as they as the leaks were saying, like a Bonnie and Clyde type uh, duo, just causing shit and, and havoc and stuff. Um, it looked good. Obviously, the the footage itself was about about two forty p rendering, so it looked fucking well low res, but. <laughs> In terms of like the world, it was obviously set in Vice City because the police cars had Vice City emblazoned on them, and there was a Vice City Metro train, I think. Uh, yeah. And you could see from like the palm trees and the beaches and stuff in some of the bits, it's obviously a Vice City, but um, it looked fucking massive as well. Just again from the limited bit we saw, mm. a lot of people obviously don't understand how games work. We're like, oh, it just looks like GTA Five. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously <laughs> because it's <laughs> GTA. But it's also very, very early. This is supposedly like a couple of year old build as well. So it's not like he's yeah. got up to the minute things. Um, but I mean, in terms of leaks and stuff, this seems to be the biggest one rocks I've ever had. And one of the biggest ones in gaming I can think of other than perhaps Half-Life 2. Um, yeah, I can't remember anything that had like 90 minutes of fucking or 90 like screenshots and clips of all video. It's not like it's like, You've got excellent eclipse from the same area but different angles. This is like shitloads of things that they're seeing different parts of, whether it be the robbery in the fast food shop, the the things like even seeing something like the billboards that had excellent things on it. Stuff even like billboards in the background had certain manufacturers that are only exclusive to the GTA universe, um, the trains, the police cars, everything like that. I mean, this is like loads of different things to actually highlight. One, it's Vice City, and two, it's the current project that uh, Rockstar are working on. It's nuts the size of this leak. Yeah, it's, it's just insane the amount of stuff that he's shared. I shouldn't say he, this person has shared this who person. knows who they are, but... Um... Graham, Ian, Daniel, any have you checked any out? Are you does it do anything for you? Are you interested or you got anything to add to it? I saw a brief bit of the the female holding up the shop or it mm. was in there. It's kind of it's what you kind of expect GTA to be. It's kind of an unofficial leak, so it's just like someone's gameplay of it, which is exciting enough because you kind of knew it was gonna it's gonna be a female protagonist. People had some suspicions, but what's to say they're not gonna change anything that you've kind of seen there as well. Yeah. So a leak it's a leak it's a big one but there's nothing on there that's sort of massively surprising it's just got more people guessing if anything it's just created more buzz around it so they can easily turn this negative into a win anyway just to generate the kind of hype about it 
I mean, the rocks are notoriously like tight, hold things tight to their chest. They, they don't share very mm. often. So something yeah. like this, I've no doubt. I mean, they're all obviously off today and I imagine they were supposed to be off tomorrow, but maybe they're all going to be drawn into the office now and be like, quickly fix this, get some of like official trailer or something made together so we can share that instead of this fucking dodgy looking footage. But um, yeah. who knows they yeah. do on purpose? I mean, that, that's one of the speculation and rumours nonsense that's going around in it. Um, as well as all people getting upset, like you said, great. Oh, I don't want to play as a woman. Fuck off. Well, they've, um, it's, it's all falling into line. So all the, like the rumors and the whispers that you've heard kind of, we knew that there was going to be some sort of Bonnie and Clyde esque kind of, uh, female protagonist, uh, didn't know it was going to be a boyfriend, but it's all kind of led in your new favorite couple come to, yeah, it's all come to fruition, hasn't it? It's, sorry. <laughs> It's a new favourite couple. <laughs> yeah. it's, it is my new favourite couple. Cannot wait. At least um, this one is legitimate. <laughs> see, <laughs> see. I but, have um... nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> you lot, you lot. But um, yeah, the, the rumours that we've heard a few weeks back is all coming true. Yes. Um, so obviously I'm excited. We're, we're not expecting the actual game for many, many years uh, at this point, but it already looks like it's quite coming along quite nicely especially if this is older stuff there's a lot of voice acting which i noted in the video which i wouldn't expect if it was that early because they have one bit where they're looking for a club and all the npcs are talking and the character's got a fully dialogued like walk as they go through the club and he's talking to different people and it goes on for a good couple of minutes and it sounded like proper voice acting not just like placeholder like someone in the in the studio has gone oh, oh hello i'm here to talk about video like yeah um but, it seemed alive, didn't it? As the yeah. world, I think I was watching the first clip that you dropped for us when she was um, was she getting shot by the police or something, yeah. and you could just hear all the, as you say, the NPCs talking, and it just it felt GTA and alive. So looking forward to it. Yes. So yeah, hopefully again we'll get some sort of official news on it at some point soon. Um, but it, it looked like GTA with slightly more upspuffed Thanks. things and pieces. Thing is, would it shock you if Rockstar just kept hush? No, just just yeah. didn't say a word. Just okay, it's out there, and just that's it. Nobody um, commented on it. Just nobody even acknowledged that. Just left it as it was. I mean, they've already started taking down all the videos. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll do all shared, of that so, side of it. So that's 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 sort of like a, a confirmation without saying anything, really. But yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if they didn't, like you said, just they shut just up leave now. it. Just yeah. But, I did see a tweet that they said they should follow Xbox's uh, marketing plan, where they had the picture of the guy with the eyes going, the, the, the little monkey, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then just move on. Yeah, I, I don't think. Well, they got a good sense of humour, obviously, but I don't know if they're prepared to go quite that far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so if you if you're listening now, or if you're listening you know, shortly after record, you might still be able to find some videos up there. But chances are, most of them will be. Uh, disappeared if, into the ether at this point. If you click into the article um, where it first drops the user's name, um, the source files that it leaked is all still there. So you're yeah. able to like scroll through the forums and have a look at them there. Um, which, which surprised me, actually, because I thought that would have been the first thing to go down. But Yeah, I mean, seems... I, I, for the sake of the industry and things like that, I don't recommend downloading them for your own personal entertainment. Watch them maybe online and shit like that, but don't like download them and try and re-upload to other places and things like that. It's It's been leaked, fair plays, but yeah, don't fucking keep trying to put it back out there. 
and say don't don't share the heat that this person's yeah. going to get be, you know just let them you let set them yourself do up now. for a fall yeah um, and obviously, like I said, it, it, as Jason Shrine said, uh, like the Half-Life one, it could end up pushing the game back even further because they've got the source code and stuff, which is uh, not, I mean, that's well above my fucking understanding of how things go. But let's just hope it doesn't and hope we still get it in the next 10 years, not the next 15 years. Cool. Nice. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens from that. Um, obviously, uh, that's basically taken up most of my day today. Well, I've been sitting eating lunch and scrolling through Twitter. Like, <laughs> Let me see more GTA. Is there any more news? Um, but let's get back to some more Xbox-specific news, shall we? Uh, and Bonnie Ross, the head of 343, is leaving Halo and Microsoft after 15 years. Uh, so she shared a message online, which I will not read the whole thing because it's quite lengthy, but basically she's got some family medical issues going on, and so she decided to step down. She kind of wanted to break until the end of the year, but whatever's happened, happened, and she needs to go now. Um, she obviously has been around, like I said, 15 years, long time. But at the same time, uh, there's been a lot of discussion lately around 343 not particularly doing very well, especially in the last month or so. And now she's gone. Do do we, any of you think there might be a little bit of conspiracy hat needed for this? What, she was uh, pushed before? She was jumped before she pushed? More, Yeah, more that it was, uh, yeah, like, we were going to wait, but why don't you just... Mm, yeah, not... <laughs> an easy out. We'll pay you yeah. now. Please. Yeah, put it like this. You, you weren't lasting any much longer, so, you know, just do the graceful thing and say you're stepping yeah. away. Yeah, I, I mean, it could that be. Just... I mean, I, I mean, hopefully not. If You know, like I said, if you've got a family, a like, medical thing, it sounds like it's pretty serious, but it's a shame because she obviously oversaw Halo for a long time. Um and I think oh, she, she did a podcast with Ryan McCaffrey, Ian's favourite, a long time ago, which is very interesting. She, she talked about the history of, of her job and Halo and everything. And it was quite good on a couple of years old at this point. But yeah, so a bit of sad news. But hopefully they're replacing her. Not hopefully, they are replacing her with three people, I believe. Um, and I'm just desperately trying to scroll to find the names of them. <laughs> um, no pressure, Jay. Come I, on, you can I do it. I believe... I, I, I can't find their names, but there was one that's been with Halo for a long time as well, and I think two are sort of fresher to the series, so we could see a bit more of a mix-up now rather than it getting a bit stale. I mean, Joseph Staten's still there, and he's obviously like the father of Halo, as it were. Um, does anybody else have anything to say about this before we move on? No, not much more. Oh, good luck. Halo. All the best. <laughs> yes, yeah. hopefully everything's all right. And, uh, Get on to the, another, the, the other big um, company that we need to talk about their games. Uh, all right, well, I'll tell you what, Ross. Why don't you tell us what you're most excited about that was revealed at Ubisoft Forward 2022? Oh, that. I don't know where you were going with that. <laughs> Who put that so, new story in? So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll cover the bit, the smaller stuff to begin with. Um, the Crew 2 um, has got a couple of few things coming up. Skull and Bones got some new gameplay trailers. I think everybody's waiting to actually see what that game's going to be like because that game has been... And develop hell for God knows how long. I mean, that game's like that was sort of dropped roughly about the same time as um, Sea of Thieves was. Sea it Thieves. Was that the boat one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stay in development. It's more of a realistic pirate game, um, but it seems to have been taking like a, a day and an age to come. Yeah. Um, Division Heart- play together. Yeah, uh, right. Division Heartland. Um, which I think is that not like the more survival type game for the division? Um, yeah, so the free to play as well, isn't it? Free to play, yep. So that was uh, giving a wee bit more uh, info, a wee bit of gameplay showed off for that. 
Um, and then I suppose the big ones was Just Dance 2023 arriving in November. Jay's favourite. Damn right. I'm more <laughs> like, I love a bit of Just Dance. <laughs> um, but no, the main ones was everything happening uh, for the roadmap for Assassin's Creed. So we've got a DLC coming for Valhalla, which will wrap up the storyline for everything to do with that game. Um, they're called the final, ch- uh, sorry, the last chapter. So that should arrive in the next couple of months. So it should be out before the close of the close of the year, um, and that will sort of finalise everything to do with everything in that game. And then there was a couple of other games announced. Um, the next big one that was announced for it was Assassin's Creed Mirage. So that'll be the next main one in the storyline, which will take you back to Assassin's Creed roots. So a lot less of the Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla type gameplay, and more, and more back into the original sort of Altair, um, Ezio type idea games, where stealth is much more important. Um, parkour is a big feature in the game. So admit, based... I've, I've fallen off of Assassin's Creed for a long time. Yeah, that, it's changed. That, it's that changed little a lot. bit there, like the, going back to the original sort of premise. Yeah, back in. I mean, I mean, the new Assassin's Creed games are good. They're they're, they're not bad games if you take Assassin's Creed out the name. Um, so if you were to replace it with something else and still have it as like Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla, but just not Assassin's Creed at the front of it, they're still great games. They just don't fit the Assassin's Creed mold. So what they're saying about this one there is nice century CE Baghdad is at its height, leading the world in science, art, innovation and commerce. Amid its bustling urban landscape, a conflicted young orphan with a tragic past must navigate the streets to survive, experience the story of Basim and Assassin's Creed Mirage. So people who have played Valhalla will recognise Basim as being one of the ones that are part of your journey. Um Obviously, there's a bit of a twist in the game with Basim, so you'll get discover that if you play Valhalla. So it's obviously gone back to discover his origin story. Um, no confirmed release date for it yet. Um, I'd imagine this is what 2023 sometime. Yeah, it's 2023. Probably late, late 2023. Do we think October, November? Like usually yeah, I would for. say so. Um, so that's exciting that they're going to have a game going back to the roots. Um, the other big ones that were announced is Code Red, which is one that I think will be the best Assassin's Creed by a country mile. It's due to be set in feudal Japan, so you will probably pick up at this role as a samurai. Um, um, or no, ninja. Or ninja, yep. Um, no real details about it other than it's going to be in the same ilk as Origin, Odyssey, and Valhalla, more of like an open-world RPG, skill trees, mass exploration, so what we're used to in the last couple of games. Um, Just the fact that it's in Japan seems like it's going to be an amazing idea. I think the landscapes that we're going to have, if you think of sort of the old... If you think of uh, the one that we had as Project Game Pass, it's your trek to Yomi. So you're going to have that sort of landscape, like your cherry blossom trees, the beautiful Japanese architecture. Um, the other ones that were announced was Codename Jade, which is the mobile game which is going to be set in ancient China. And then another interesting one that I don't quite know what to make of um, was called Hex. And it's due to be... Uh, the, the, I think they're saying it's going to be during like the holy... Uh, I'm doing like witch trials and stuff. Yeah, it? the Holy Crusade type idea and the witch trials type idea that they're going to be coming from. There's even less about that so far other than the name of Hex. 
Um, but if you look at the symbol, it does look very sort of witchcraft type idea. Um, so Assassin's Creed have put a big marker down for a nice roadmap of what to expect in the next four or five years. And is those last two you mentioned, they're part of what's called Infinity, Infinity right? So like, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be like their service. hub that yeah. sort of ties everything together there. Um, so interesting to see how they, they sort of move on going forward to see how everything's laid out in regards to this hub type idea that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. so that obviously there, there was a lot of other stuff shown, but they were the big the big highlights, especially yeah. the Assassin's Creed fucking gubbins that was going on. Um, Dan, great. Anything to take your fancy out of that barrage of information? There was a lot of Assassin's Creed, wasn't there? I do yes. like the... Uh red i do like the idea of red and i'm quite excited to go back to the original formula of assassin's creed and possibly not have a hundred hour game having a shorter game by half would be lovely i might even dabble in it and i won't finish it obviously i might even play it but yeah i might play it for a little bit longer than uh two hours probably self great yeah, it's hard because I, I really loved the Assassin's Creed series and I really sort of dropped off at the the English pairing one, Unity, I think it was. Yeah, no, Syndicate, wasn't it? Syndicate, that's the one. Unity, was that and, not France? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but that's where I kind of dropped off. But there's, each of those games is just massive. So to sort of step back into it, I don't like stepping into it too far down and like skipping a few chapters, although after sort of kind of syndicate the kind of story goes a bit ask about face anyway it doesn't really tie up anymore with all the aliens or original things that the hell is going on i don't know if that thread's even in there anymore if it's gone a completely different direction um, another, another thing i meant to actually drop just when uh, dan was saying about the length of the game barrage is at a, a reduced sort of rate so it's currently on the ubisoft store for 49.99 dollars so it's not going to come in as your what you're expecting for your new AAA games because Ubisoft also confirmed that they're moving to a £70 price model. So any of their other big sort of AAA titles will be at a £70 price mark. So it's quite good to see that that's actually going to be at a lower price band because it is a smaller, smaller 40-hour game type idea. Oh, fuck. I, I, I was thinking more like four-hour game would be nice, not fucking 40 hours. <laughs> Time for that shit, but uh, you can yeah, download so... the mobile version. It'll take you four hours to collect the two thousand feathers, Jay. I was going to thank you all there the pharaohs or pigeons you need to collect. Wonderful. And yeah. did any of you lot play the? I forget what they were fucking called. There was one in India, the one, one in I think it was China, and one in Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah side scroll ones. Revel- um, no, not revelations. I, I have them. I bought them Chronicles. Was it or something? Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, that was it was the Chronicles. Yeah, I found the one and a China one as well. Yeah. yeah. I quite enjoyed all of them. I'd like something like that again because that was. Well, I think that's what speed. Jade's meant to be. Jade's a mobile one. Yeah, I don't want it on mobile though. I'd rather. Like... It was mobile esque. The ones that were like two yeah. ones that are on the Xbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, for someone who thousand you all of them, I think they're good games. And you don't get to say that because you thousand you everything. So. <laughs> Including yeah, the football ones. manager. Well, we oh, don't make but... food. Oh, don't talk about that. Chronicles is good. Chronicles better than. Some of the games I've played, like Trek to Yomi and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, Trek to Yomi was good. Uh, Trek to Yomi was good. Yeah, I completely. I think the Chronicles were better than that. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I can see why you'd say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same. 
But yeah, so as I said, this Mirage one sounds more up my uh, up my street, so I look forward to playing that one. As long as there's no boats, I'm happy. No boats, no fucking around, just pure social stuff. Exactly, pure stealth, pure nice. cities. None of this shitty going around. Just one nice big hub. Yeah, exactly. Nice, cool. Well, I think that's that's about all of the the big news for this week, really. Um, We've got a couple of things that we missed. Well, obviously, we weren't here last week, so I'll just read the headlines. If anyone wants to chip in, you can. If not, we'll read them and then we'll move on. Uh, Xbox have announced a new cheaper version of the Elite Series 2 controller. So this is the core one. Is that what they called it? Yeah. Um, what else did they announce you? Um, the main the, one. The, the big news for that Series 2. Hang on. You give me a fucking second. Oh, I could only say so many words at once. <laughs> Jesus you Christ! You have a big pause there for a podcast, there. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of messed up. You went, with, you went there the lesser of the two stories. About I the just read two. the headline anyway. So they've they've done <laughs> a cheaper version of the Elite Series Two called the Elite Series Two Core, which is white and black and it's lovely and it doesn't come with any of the flappy pedals to make it worthwhile. Anyways, oh, no, and they also did something about Design Labs, but they 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 finally put in the Elite Series Two into Design Labs at some point later this year. Um, Ian, I know you were waiting for this. Are you actually going to pick one up? 100%. Yeah. Fuck yes, I am. It's going to be oh, all the colours. All the colours. Fucking yeah. right, I'm picking up mm-hmm. a customizable Series 2. I don't care that I've got a perfectly good one sitting in front of me. I want a fucking personalised one. They also said they're upping the warranty on the the new versions of the uh, version 2 Elite, aren't I, they? So but... instead of three months, it's now a 12-month warranty. Well, I mean, something like that, yeah, because of the bumpers, yeah. everybody's having issues with that and the grips yeah. and stuff. Um, I did notice it. If, I don't know if you obviously watched the trailer, but when they were cycling through the colours, it was only the body, not the grips that were changing. I, I'm hoping that they give you a bit more freedom to have. They won't change the grip colour. The grip colour only. Yeah, but what, I'm, what? Sorry, what I mean is everything was the same colour, so it was all purple or all orange. Oh yeah, no, you mean there was so no like individual the, parts yeah. like there is in the current controller. So I'm hoping they at yeah. least let you give you. Funky colored buttons and triggers, and you're not thinking it'll just be like yeah. the main body part that will change colors. Yeah. You're hoping like this will well, be you need to change that and that, these that, that, these. And that. Yeah, do everything like you can yeah. on the standard pads. Um, oh, but obviously, it was only like a five second quick flash through different colors, so hopefully, we'll get more information soon. That's coming later in the year. Uh, they've also unveiled a new home UI for uh, Xbox users. Uh, I think some people on the inside of the program have got it already. I haven't yet. Um, looks that's, it looks it looks good. It looks just like they've like basically taken the like current the, one and tied it up. Yeah, just for the fact that like, you've got all your like last five games or six games that you've played sitting in a row, you just click back into them. Um, yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. So I, hope I like the games. Uh, I, I like the game pass part where it's like just under your main part, you've got what's just been added, so you can jump in and check it out pretty quick. Yeah. Something that we do need to do because I saw a tweet from David Jaffa yesterday and he was trying to find the latest games that were added to Game Pass and he was like, I can't find them anywhere. And to be fair, the video he went through, it was it, it basically it wasn't exist it didn't exist and he had to reset his Xbox for it to come up saying the new releases. So hopefully this will solve that sort of problem. Uh and then finally, Discord voice chat is now available for everybody on Xbox. So as I said in the tweet, you can find it on your Xbox, and if you can't find it, chances are you don't have an Xbox. So good luck. I mean, I've I've started using Discord this weekend. It's quite good, isn't it? You kids are all right. right. Finally, I've used I've used an Xbox. I've used it in real life. Yeah, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's there's some quick hits from last week. Obviously, like I said, we missed quite a lot of news last week, but we're not going to get into that right now. Ross, I, even though we've had two weeks, I've not worked on any of my segues. So can you just plug this horrible gap I've left 
with your sultry oh, tones and tell us all about God. Seven. Before you do that, before you do that, Deathloop's coming, and that's the main story we need. To Hang talk on, about. we get to that. Fuck. It's coming, man. It's coming. I'm too excited to talk about fucking it. Fucking hell, ruining the fucking flow. Ian, uh, Ross, plug me. Gladly. Um, Apple and Spotify podcasts, please rate us five star and um, leave a comment underneath as well so that you can put in your lovely input to the show. And um, the more people that sort of input, uh, give us five stars, the more exposure that we get, more people's ears we get into and get to hear this glorious banter that we have every Sunday at 8 p.m. Ish. Ish. on <laughs> on youtube.com forward slash xbox tavern official um g i'll have a list of all the new reviews that have been put up on xbox tavern.com socials as you can see run along the bottom of the screen so you can find us on your twitter facebook youtube tiktok uh, patreon all different ones and uh, speaking of patreon if you want to support us with your hard-earned cash you can do so at patreon.com forward slash xbox tavern Shout out to our superstar supporter, Beth. Thank you very much for your ongoing support. You'll be getting a message shortly, Beth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh! oh, oh, oh. 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 I, need to, I need to send her her, her prize. Yes. This is a her, saucy one with you in the controller. controversial one. Yeah, the controversial Only Dan's exclusive. <laughs> Um, Discord, you can find the link in our show notes um, Come jump in, we've got a couple of things That are popping off in the Discord just now So the amazing I can't remember the gentleman's name Because Jay has been the one that's put it out But the gentleman that is behind the Guess the Game, which is basically Like Wordle, but it's for Video games, so you get five Five pictures? Six pictures? Six. six So you get six pictures Different parts from the game Obviously, it starts off very obscure, works to being a little bit more obvious. Um, get excellent, I guess, he's to try and work out what the game is. We've got a channel dedicated on Discord for that. Um, people have been popping up their daily suggestions. Dan is as useless as a waterproof tea bag, so usually he's got five, six red marks or maybe occasionally two black marks and the rest red. Um, but the rest of the community and the rest of the hosts seem to actually be somewhat competent gamers and can work most of them out. Um, <laughs> hey, you have no right, Dan. You got one really badly one. Exactly. I didn't I play it. I don't think. Is that the Metal Gear one? Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I didn't play it. I can't. Ridiculous. Can't help um, you. Also, with our next segment coming up, the Game of the Years through the years, um, quite a lot of uh, community contribution for that. So, if you want to get in for your Game of the Years, this year's one is twenty seventeen. That's in the show notes, but it's right, not twenty. Yes. Yeah, 2017, I was getting mixed up there. So, obviously, next week's one, 2018. So, if you want to jump in with your suggestions for that, do so in the Discord channel. And last, but by no means least, our favourite people over at Insert Coin are still running their current promotion, which is £5 off orders over £50. Um, a promo code for that is Xbox Tavern 22 Not that I'm giving away anything that I probably shouldn't be, but the lovely Jay is rocking some Mass Effect joggies, and they look... I'll show you a bit of means of we get up. <laughs> How do you know he's wearing joggers? Exactly, Dad. Yes. Exactly. Let me put him back on. Hang on. How, many cameras, <laughs> how many cameras have you got? Oh, yeah. So he's rocking the N7 joggies um, wow. to go with the N7 hoodie. Is there anything um, on the back? There is not, unfortunately. You, I thought you, don't, you don't want to ask him to wear underpants. That's I think a lion's symbol on the ass cheek would have been lovely. <laughs> um... But no, jump over and insert coin. Always got amazing stuff. Um, loads from your favourite games: Resident Evil, um, Horizon, Mass Effect, 
top to bottom, you'll find something that suits you and always great deal. The quality is amazing as well. So jump over to Insert Coin for £5 orders over £50. And that, Jay, is you well and truly plugged. I feel satiated <laughs> once again. Thank you ever so I'm much. I'm so glad. Um, right, so let's get to the segment that Ross alluded to in the plugs, and that is the game of the year throughout the years on Xbox. And this week we are doing 2017. Um, uh, if you're not familiar, we go through the years since Xbox began up to t- today. Um, we pick a, year, a game from each year uh, that we would say would be our game of the year. We talk about it, we discuss, and then we mock one of us for picking some shit game. So, speaking <laughs> of which, Ian, why don't you go first? Whoa! Whoa. My favorite game for 2017 is, if everyone knows me far too well, it has to be without shadow of doubt, World Rage. No, Um, (laughs) No, the Escapist Two. Escapist Two. What game's that? What game is Escapist Two? Seeing as he had some sort of unofficial world record for the first one, I could have seen this one coming. Yep, straight away. I literally, my son was probably what one month old, and I played this probably for thirty hours straight trying to complete it. Um, so, at the moment, I think you won the wrong trailer there, was but. Oh, is this not the escapist? This is the first one. Is it? Why did yeah. this come up? Oh, 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 anyway, same same <laughs> principle, wasn't it? Oh no, it's changed. Take it back, it hasn't. Yeah, I was going to say it was just showing you the trailer <laughs> for basically the first one, now it's showing you that this is what's new in the second one. Don't oh. question my editing skills, bitch. <laughs> that was almost oh. awkward. I'm sorry, that was almost awkward. Thank you. Oh, David, why do you go me first? Yes. Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> it's kind of changed it up more. Obviously, it had the multiplayer aspects, which is quite fun. So you could do loads of corp escapes, but also versus escapes. So you could fight to whoever gets escape prison first, which is always quite good fun. The combat system was a lot more easier as well because before it was more just hitting and run away, whereas this one you kind of lock onto characters that you wish were easier to find. And I think it's just more, I think it's just more variety of escaping. Whereas the first one it was quite simple to escape. Well, the prisons here had a bit more, um, I guess, of a flow. So you had like three or four different ways of trying to escape the prison, and you had kind of like a little storyline of what you could do to try and escape. So for me. And had more prisons as well. I think, I think at the launch it had nine free kind of moving prisons where you're like transport prisons. Mm. So like where you're transporting between different prisons was quite cool. You had to escape them. And obviously your six usual ones you had to escape as well. And, yes. and I know you obviously got World First and First. Did you get World First and the second one? Yes, I did. Damn right. Damn um, right. I got yeah. a cool little bag for it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think... And since then, there's not been a third one, or anything, is it? They've done no. different ones like Survivalists and was it Walking Dead and, and other bits yeah. and pieces. Yeah, the Survivalist was good, but it wasn't. I just part of me didn't really enjoy it too much. I think I've heard the kind of concept of trying to escape an air where as Survivalist was more just you had to survive, and then there was no real ending. You constantly just trying to survive. Obviously, the ending bit was where you get we had to make a massive like ship galleon and to find that, and then you use that to kind of escape the islands and stuff. But still, then there was a bit more. I think it was only like quite a one glorified prison escape, really. So, your game of the year for 2017 on Xbox would be The Escapist, too. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so cool. Cool. Any honorable mentions other than Road Rage, obviously, because that should be everyone's real pick. Um, the game that you took about five years to complete is <laughs> the beautiful title called Sonic Mania. Um, 
I mean, it went back to Sonic's roots, didn't it, really? So I think with all the... I never really got into the whole 3D aspect of Sonic. I prefer my side-scrolling joy. And the fact they brought this back when it was the new levels and stuff like that, I bring back some of the old ones remastering, and it just worked quite well, and I loved it. Um, it was a really good game. Such a, so good. I took, like I said, to me, like four years to finish it. <laughs> Not to go on a tangent in regards to Sonic and 3D, what's your thoughts on Frontiers, just quickly? I'm not, uh, uh, I'll, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I don't think I'm picking it up though, because again, I just, I feel like Sonic's meant to go fast, and I feel with Frontier, it looks like it's going slow. Hands on EGX. Exactly. We'll get to play so, it on Friday, hopefully. So, hopefully, yes. I've I got to give it that second. I've got, at least with this going EGX, you get to try it, and I definitely yeah. want to try it whilst I'm there. But at the moment, I feel like from what I've seen so far, it feels like a slow down Sonic. It's like, well, no, you want to go fast, want to be speedy, you want to zip through everywhere, and it just feels like he's just going too slow. Well, we'll uh, we'll look that on Friday. We should have talked about it, really, shouldn't we? We're all going to EGX on Friday. Booyah! Very exciting. Um, Some of us are doing Saturday as well. Oh, Oh, look at you. I know. Well, if you've got to come all the way down from fucking fucking arse in the (laughs) nowhere. <laughs> Jinx. Anyway, right, yeah. So, we'll just look the same box <laughs> so, so, yeah, we'll be there. We're playing some video games. If you happen to be there as well, feel free to say hi. You'll probably be able to spot us quite easily, but um, yeah. So feel free to oh, say right. Yeah, spot Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want uh, to wear the Power Ranger hoodies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we'll be there. Uh, Ian's pick is done. Graham, tell me all about your video game favorite of 2017, please. So mine was uh, a bit harder from trying to find the sort of a, a one that really stood out for me. But the one I ended up choosing was uh, the Middle Earth Shadow of War, and the sequel of the Shadows of Mordor game. And it's, yeah, it took a, a really sort of fresh new concept from the first one and then just ramped it up for the second one. Um really sort of yeah it kicked on it kept everything that you enjoyed about the first one the combat was just as good if not a bit more tougher in the second time around and it just it allowed you to sort of create your own kind of orc army in this one instead you had to sort of pick off the ranks and then work your way up and sort of sort of take different leaders out and then work with the other kind of leaders to sort of overthrow others as it progressed further and further on through the story but it's it did yeah i think the only thing it was it maybe was a little bit too similar to the original one there wasn't as much sort of freshness but still if you did enjoy the first one and this is almost like a a great follow-on from the original it's just way more tougher way more things to to do it's almost like it should have been like this in the first one as well this kind of sort of toughness to it it just I mean, you're supposed to lose sometimes because you get the extra effects of people recognizing you still when you lose and stuff. And so, yeah, just a shame I didn't go through and completely finish this game, but it's something still on my current games that I have got through to finish at some point. But yeah, of all the games that I have played this on that year, this was definitely my most favorite on that list. Nice, nice. So it still had the nemesis system, like you were saying, like yeah fighting named orcs and they remember you oh i remember you cut my arm off but i'm back yeah i killed you and in in the last one you could proper cheese some of the enemies but there is no cheesing as much in this one (laughs) it's way more you had to really sort of earn your wins against the the sort of the boss people in this one wasn't the shadow games quite stealthy 
No. Yeah, no. You, you could try it. If you pulled off the stealth one, you got rewarded for it because it made it an easier victory. But that's very, very rare if you could pull something like that off. Yeah, and certain, yeah, okay. certain bosses are immune to stealth. So like, if you actually go like stealthy against them and then try and do a stealth move, they'll like, catch you mid-air and like throw you down. And then you get like the oh, cutscene okay. where it's they give you like the cutscene where it's like you blah, 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 comes up with the guy's name and then you get in a yeah. fight. So there was sometimes where it was like when you if you like killed their like like the right hand man, you found out all their weaknesses and what they were yeah. scared of and stuff like that. So there were certain ones when you done it, it basically went to it told you like what their weakness is, and some of them were, were like susceptible to stealth, so you could basically yeah. one hit kill them. And then ah, on the okay. flip side of it, there was ones where they were immune to stealth, which is where you ended up getting grabbed and flung to one side, basically getting called a rat for trying to stealth kill. Yeah, and I think, if I remember, there's some bigger old bosses as well. They're not this, all just the same sort of orc ones. I remember. The yeah, there's a lot of different ones. ones. Yeah, because you had like the I can't remember. You had the massive big like um, random enemies that were in the original one. And then yeah. they actually become a more prominent part of the second one, where so you can actually get them on your army type idea. Yeah, and boy, God, do you need them at some point. Some of them are just kind of brutal. <laughs> that game ramps up the difficulty compared to the first one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was it was my backup game for my game of the year. I, I mean, I love the first one, and the second one, as you were saying, Gray, just adds in everything that the first one did great and then added in a new layer in regards to like creating your own army and things like that. Yeah. So definitely a, a decent game. You'll love the original. This one's just as good, but it's just harder and more and more in-depth in and involved. Definitely one I wanted to try because I really liked the first one. As with, as ever, never got round to it. Um, have you got any uh, honourable mentions? Uh, Apart from Road Rage, obviously. Massive. I think M plus plus was out this year or something around. Yeah, I think that was um. Yeah, Kaninch mentioned that one as well. We'll get to later on. Yeah, there's a a couple of others that uh, dabbled in a few other people's mentions, but no, nothing massively that stood out that I'd want to call out. Oh, okay. Well, let's get on to uh, ladies' favorite Daniel. Then tell me all about your bit of favorite video game from 2017, please, sir. Uh, The game that gave me nightmares for months and months and months. Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Um, what can I say about it? The game was amazing. Very, uh, it brought you in. It I can't, obviously talked about Senua and her kind of struggle with as she's progressing through the game, her mental health or her uh, voices she, that she was hearing in her head. Um, if you didn't play this game with headphones on, you missed kind of as you're going through like hearing herself doubt herself and sometimes i'd be like is there someone behind me is there not it really freaked me out and it was at the time where my kids weren't sleeping very good either so i'd be like all right who's crying in the background um there's a game wouldn't it just the way the the, the voices come from all it's like you can't do it. You're gonna fail. You're... It's like what? Leave me alone. Yeah, oh, right. especially when Dad has those like, voices oh. anyway. Because I could just. Yeah. Hear it. <laughs> <laughs> You're only gonna it. I've got to go now. I don't okay. this game. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like how they played with the spatial audio was was brilliant. Um, I I didn't play it in 2017. I think I played it the year after, but I I was just completely 
kind of drawn into to it. Um, quite, mechanically, it possibly wasn't the best game I've ever played. It was a bit janky, a tiny bit. However, the story was superb. Uh, the puzzles were quite good as well, because you had to sometimes... I can't remember how some of them work. You'd have to, like, step back and... They're like, like line of press... sight puzzles, wouldn't they? D yeah, and you'd have like to, like, press another button just, yeah. just so you could work out how to do the puzzles. I almost 1,000 G'd this one. I think there was um, a bit Hold like... the phone, what? Yeah, I'm a thousand G this one. There was something like the Assassin's Creed feather thing. You had to find like totem poles um, and then you had to click into them. And I think I missed two at the end. Um, and I believe at the time it didn't have like chapter select. So I was like, fuck it. I'm not going back and playing this game again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, really, really enjoyed it. I think it's really good. I'm looking forward to when Hellblade comes out. Well, number two, when that comes out, hopefully sometime soon. I'm desperate to play it again. I believe it's supposed to be this year, right? This year isn't. What I thought it was. Or, or it been... I thought it was 23. I could be. Well, it hasn't been else. announced, has it? It's. It kind of showed that it was coming out, and then there's been nothing else. So I. I don't know. I remember there was a couple of parts in this game, like you said, with the combat, where you're sort of like one on one mostly, aren't you? But you, sometimes there'd be a couple of enemies, and although they'd very kindly wait and take their turn, it was fucking hard to try and like deflect their attacks and actually kill one and then move on to the next one. Yeah. And you had to use certain, you picked up, if I remember correctly, certain abilities as you're going through. So you had to, with some bosses had to use that kind of ability to kind of help starve off or parry whatever they were doing. So you could then move on to the next guy. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm sure it worked out that the end boss was a lot easier than two or three bosses previous, which just felt a bit daft. There's a lot of games in that boat. So, well, yeah, yeah. quite a few a, games have that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but it's a very good game, though. It's very. Uh, oh, I wouldn't say enjoyable because, like I said, it's very trying it's, on like the mental health side of things. But it's, it's it, an experience. It puts you on. Yeah, it puts you on edge when you play, um, and it's definitely something to try and to experience. Um, but if you can kind of plow through it, it's uh, it is. I think the story is superb. I mean, like, I think, like you said, in regards to the way that they, they play around, like, obviously a lot of people when they're playing video games look at the graphical side of things and how a game looks. But the fact of how they've managed to do it with the audio score and the actual way that they have, especially with the, as you're saying, with the spatial sound, if you're playing it through headphones, where it's like, it almost makes you want to turn your head when you're playing it because you're like, you yeah. hear it through one area and you're like, like you want to spin round, you know you're playing a game, but they do such a great job at the way they've developed it that you know that you're playing a game, but you still have that feeling that you need to sort of look as to where that voice is coming from. Oh, they've totally. done an amazing job with it. It's a, a, a masterpiece in like audio production. Yeah, I'm sure it won awards for the audio. Oh, uh, um, yeah, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, like, as I said, it, it's something people need to try and do with your headphones, and if you're a bit scared. Play in play the with the curtains open and during the yeah. day, but do the headphones and actually experience yeah. the full impact of how they've developed it. Um, any honorable mentions in, sir, before we move on to uh, um, another one that I didn't play in 2017, uh, only recently I played it, but Little Nightmare. Um, I'm in the I same jump... boat as you, Dan. Uh, so going through. And after playing kind of Limbo and Inside, it's in the same vein. 
so fucked in, up. Yeah, but it's it's really good and it's really enjoyable and it just uh, I like those kind of side scrolling games. Um, but then throw in the weird kind of baby capturer. Uh, yeah. yeah, that all puts me off. I've just picked up Little Nightmares too. Um, it was on sale, so I can't wait to play that and try and finish that off. That's the only one I've played, but I, I thought Little Nightmares too. Well, I think we spoke about it in our game of the year for last year or the year before. Almost my game of the year. It's fucking brilliant. Um, but I've not yeah. played the first one yet, so I want to get back to that. Oh, you need but, to jump on and play it. It's really good. But your your choice is Hellblades. Uh, Hellblades. Send you a sacrifice. So, so I'll go whichever one it is. Cool. Good. Definitely. And that's on Game Pass, right? Yes. believe it still yes. is. Yeah. I don't think it's left. Definitely go and play that then, gentlemen, if you haven't played it already. Uh, Ross, tell me all about your favourite game of 2020. I love how you've left these two to be the last two to be talked about. Uh, well, we've got to say the best till last, haven't we? So no, 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 no. My one, <laughs> I've went for one of the newer ones, but Assassin's Creed Origins. So this is one of the ones I hadn't played at the time, or I had played it at the time. Um, got X amount of the way through. Bayek as a character just wasn't clicking with me. So dropped it, um, completed the Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Valhalla, and thought, I need this sort of huge RPG Assassin's Creed fix. I thought I'm going to jump back into Origins um, and so glad I did because it has, like, it shocks me that I didn't actually get into this the first time. Um, Bayek as a character is fantastic. He is no bullshit. He will quite happily take your head off at the drop of a hat. He's no way, shape or form one for fucking around. He is one of the best assassins um, that they've put out there, probably just behind Etsu, in my opinion. Um, he's just, he's a great character. The character design in regards to sort of the Egyptian style that he rocks, just as obviously he can unlock ridiculous, fucking godlike looking clothes, but he's how he looks originally um, is a, an amazing look. The gameplay, the storyline of it is brilliant. The interactive parts with the different uh, Egyptian gods is great and the DLCs as well are really good as well uh, for the game um, beautiful as you would expect for the sort of modern day Assassin's Creed games um, the map is like, ridiculously huge scaling up the top of the pyramids to try and get to like a, a synchronisation point you see across the whole Nile um, just an amazing game, great gameplay and as I say some of the boss battles as you'll see there with the serpent it's just an amazing experience in that game. Nice. So this was the first one they did after they took a Yeah, this is the first this is the first reboot of the more modern style um Assassin's Creed games. Uh, which is also on Game Pass now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, uh, no, did this not just come out because Odyssey came in? Have did it leave done... because they had a different I, 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 I don't know if it's left, but I know they've just brought Odyssey into the Game Pass, so or it's coming to Game Pass. I don't know if it's in yet. I'm just looking now. Yeah, all this is in Game Pass as of the 15th, but I don't know if this one came out or not. Yeah, Origins is in. Origins is in as well. So yeah. you've got the two two of the more recent ones in Game Pass, um, both 100-hour plus games, if that's your cup of tea. I know the four of you are a little bit less keen on putting that sort of hours in their game, but... For the fact that they're built in your subscription, that's a lot of games for what you're already paying in your monthly subscriptions. And was this the one that had um I forget his name, the guy that's gonna be in Mirage? No, was that, that was Mad? that was Valhalla. Okay. 
he was in. Um, this one didn't have any other characters that had been in the series so far. Nice. Uh, well, any honourable mentions in? Um, so, just as <laughs> as Grey had said, Shadow of War was probably my backup um, if I hadn't went for AC Origins. Um, I was a massive fan of Shadow of Mordor, the whole Nemesis systems, probably one of, if not the best, um, mechanic in game for any type of, like, just that whole the whole world comes back around type idea. So this guy kills you in the first two hours of the game. You go to a different part of the map and 25 hours later in the game, you find him again. He's ranked up. He's killed X amount of war chiefs and things like that. And he's now like the left-hand man for fucking the mouth of Sauron. And you're like, shit, I had a chance to kill you at like level three, you know, at level 45. Just, it's an amazing system. The fact that they recognize you for the way that they killed you, I've never seen something as sort of just unique as that um, Nemesis system. So the fact that they built on it in the second one and made it bigger, just hands down an amazing experience if you like that type of game. Especially if you're a fan of the Lord of the Rings world. It introduces a lot of things that the the base version of the movies skip and then going back to if you're watching like the the Rings of Power on Amazon at the moment, there's a lot of things that come into this that are mentioned in um, the Shadow War and Shadow of Mordor games. So anybody who's a big fan of the Lord of the Rings series or books, this definitely ticks the box in regards to expanding on the lore. Nice, nice. Yes, I mean that's probably why I didn't play it because I don't don't care about Lord of the Rings like I said before. But I do want to try it because I did enjoy the first game quite a lot. However, I'm going to tell you about a game I did enjoy even more. Are you are you ready, Jet? Are you strapped in? Are you prepared? Oh wait, I think we're getting a loose connection. You're you're actually cutting out, Jay. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Jay. <laughs> we ran out of time for sorry, you. Sorry. Yeah, we'll need to. So we're going to go on to the community's answers. Oh shit, we're about to leave. No, right. So surprising, lucky, and literally no one. My pick for game of the year 2017 is Resident Evil 7, or I should say Biohazard, whatever. Um, I it was it just brought Resident Evil back to prominence. Um, obviously, after four, well, four was excellent, five kind of well, we, we don't need to get into that one. Six shit the bed massively for the most part. Hey, um, six was amazing. Then, then, was great. I mean, the, we don't need to talk about over them fucking shit shows, but seven brought it back perfectly. Added first-person perspective, like Outlast, um, but it, it may give you the option to fight back rather than just try and hide all the time. Uh, the Baker family were incredible, especially you know, in, when early on in the game when you're walking around their house and Jack Baker here, he, he's sort of chasing you around and you can hear him stomping behind you and you turn around, he's right there with his big fucking axe um, and he bursts through walls and kicks down doors chasing you. And event obviously eventually Resident Evil was ups and turned into a big monster, and then his wife and and the kids and everyone else was just terrifying in their own way, and that first person perspective just made it even more sort of visceral. Um, I didn't pl- I played a little bit in VR, but I didn't like the way you used the controller. But even that was like in your face, Mia chopping your hand off and with a chainsaw and stuff at the beginning of the game. Fuck playing um, that in VR. Yeah, I, I would like to have played more if it, I could have used the move controllers, but that's that's by the by. That's on PlayStation. Boo. Boo. It's a bit you were scared. I mean, playing it on the flat screen, I was fucking scared, to be honest with you. <laughs> Especially, uh, I, f- I forget the fucking wife's name now, but playing in her bit where she's like crawling around like a big fucking spider. I, uh, Marguerite, that's it. Uh, yeah, absolutely terrifying. And it was the way they did sort of like almost like found footage, like 
filter over it so it 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 just felt creepy just at every turn even in bits where you've sort of gone through the house and you cleared out the enemies and you were back to go to the safe room chances are enemies would have respawned or there would have been a new type of enemy there that you weren't prepared for and you just have to fucking run around like a bastard and be like ah, i've got no ammo help me um i wasn't a big fan of the molded i think they could have done a bit better with them which they did in village and, and they sort of like got rid of them now but so uh, yeah, I always cool. forget this is that without dragging down a fucking rabbit hole. What's the name of the, the stuff? Is it the mold? I believe so. Yeah, it's something like that because it's well, I won't get into the story in case anyone wants to play it. Spoilers, um, but it's they're basically uh, like creations of a person, as it were. Um, yeah, and yeah, they're, they're called the molded. I, I forget if it's exactly like the the the. Issue yeah, is called the mold, is it? Yeah, because it comes on it like in what happens in um, village, and then you get like a more mm. explanation of things like that. But I can't remember exactly yeah. what the the substance type idea is called. Yeah, I believe it's called the mold. Um, I'm gonna look right can now, but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was fucking brilliant. Properly brought the Resi series back to to prominence, like I said, and obviously after this, they followed it with Resident Evil Two and Three and Village uh, and Resident Evil Four remake next year, which will no doubt be very exciting indeed. Um, I. I didn't check out much of the DLC. I tried a couple of the the modes, like um, Ethan, uh, someone's J- Jack's birthday, I think it was called, uh, which were just like weird, quirky little additions, uh, and the Chris DLC, which was not a hero, I believe it was called. That sort of like went back to more action sort of side of things. So he had a whacking rate gun, and he was just shooting everything left, right, and center. But the actual main Resident Evil Seven campaign, top fucking notch, sir. And fun fact for you, when I, I joined Xbox Tavern. I, they the, the the previous owner said write a review for me and I'll I'll read it and I'll see if I, if I want you to to write for me you know because he had he had standards and um so <laughs> so, I, so I wrote him a review of Resident Evil Seven and here we are several years later you're now so taking thanks, control thanks for Resident Evil Seven um, yeah. assuming they have a secret he never read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's every chance that was the case, but yeah, no, uh, I fucking I, I love I love love Resident Evil Seven, fucking brilliant, uh, obviously. So, a couple of quick honourable mentions. Obviously, Sonic Mania, which took me 18 years to complete. Outlast Two, which was good, but if not, I, I think I preferred the first one. Uh, Dishonored, definitely Outsider, which again, very good, but not quite as good as the other two. Uh, Wolfenstein Two, New Colossus, which was a fantastic game, and the uh, 2013 reboot of Tomb Raider. No shit, I've done it wrong again. No, fuck, sorry. Um, and a little game called Road Rage. <laughs> this is great. Right, secondary fun fact for you. I believe Road Rage was the second review I did for XboxTam.com, <laughs> which you can go check out on XboxTam.com. Um, and I can I just read the first little bit for you so I can uh, uh, get, for it, yeah. get the gist of why I think, I think this game really should have been everybody's game of the year 2017. Uh, Road Rage loads up and functions as a piece of software. It didn't brick my Xbox or cause a house fire. No one got hurt, and it allowed me to turn it off, which is perhaps the greatest praise I can give Road Rage. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good game. It's not even an okay one. It's quite possibly the worst gaming experience I've ever subjected myself to. And then it just goes on from there. And it was great fun writing that because it was utter shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like I said, you can go read my full review on there. And as you were saying... If you want to experience such high-class journalism, jump over to xboxtavern.com. Damn right. Um, it's not the longest review in the world, but it is full of vitriol and hate for this fucking game. It Utter hits the shit. nail on the head. 
utter shit. But um, yeah, so thank you very much, everybody. We've got some great answers there. We're going to read out some community ones now quickly. I'm going to get my list up quickly. So Risky the Kid. Um, again, I'm going to allow it because I like him, but he's chosen uh, PlayStation game. Boom. Horizon Zero Dawn, which is very it's good. A, it's a great game, to be fair. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we go to JB, who has chosen Lego City Undercover, which... He calls it Grand Theft Auto Lite, and he plays it with his kid, which is always exciting. Always good to get them involved in the game in habits. And then special guest Pete, the one, the only, mm-hmm. he's back, and he's chosen about 15 games. So we're yeah. going to read, read through them. His uh, honorable mentions are M, like Graham mentioned, Little Nightmares, as Dan mentioned, Mass Effect Andromeda was an really? honorable mention for special guest Pete. Can you, Billy, can we need to sit down That's catch a breath. Though, isn't it? and beat him? Because no, uh, it's a no, good no. game. It's if a good it, game, but it's if not. If it didn't have Mass Effect in the title, it would get looked upon a lot more favorably than it did. But it's not his favorite game. His favorite game is What Remains of Edith Finch, which I, mean, I, I can't. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't argue with that really. Uh, that is a fucking cracking choice. So good work, everybody. Like Ross said earlier, if you want to submit your own answers, hit us up on the Discord. Uh, links and all that stuff down below. You can find us. Uh, be lovely to come and join us. Get get the chatter on. We were going a bit a bit crazy with the GTA chatter earlier on, as well as obviously as we said, the guess the game <coughs> excitement. Love that fucking game. Brilliant. Such a good game. Such good fun. Um, but now let's get let's bring us back to the future. The games we are playing this week, uh, and we're going to start with our Project Game Pass game, which I imagine everybody has played which is Midnight Fight Express this this year, this month. So if you're not familiar, we do Project Game Pass. We pick a game from Game Pass and we play it every month for the month of the the month that we choose it. <laughs> and then everybody plays it, talks about it, rates it, and then we move on. Um, I played a little bit more this afternoon. I must admit, I'm not really liking it that much. It's all right, but it's just... Oh, Dan's offended. I think, as I said before, I think if I could play it with someone, I'd enjoy it more. But at the minute, I'm literally just... How far you got? Barely. I'm, I'm only on like levels eight or nine, something like that. Not far at all. But you gone past um, the um, speed bump mission. Spoilers. I, I can't remember to be honest, but I've just been beating everyone up, and it's fun enough for a couple of minutes. And luckily, the levels are very short. But I did, I did like two levels earlier. Like, That's enough for me. I'm, I'm done. Have you gone back to the levels once you've upgraded your powers? No, Changes I think I did. I, did so I think I went back to the first level once I unlocked the choke slam and just started choke slamming everyone. But that's about it. Um, obviously, we'll get to Dan because he's reviewed it this week. Uh, his review has gone live mostly at the moment. But Graham, Ian, Ross, either of you checked it out yet? I've not been in the country. That's my excuse. That's my excuse, Graham. Yeah, I've played it. Um, nice. Probably got as about as far as you did as well. I, I'm not hating it. Um, it's it's all right. It's not amazing, but it's all right. Uh, I have done as what Dan said. You pick up certain powers to sort of help you go back and make a bit more of it. Obviously, the more powers you because only because I completed a level, I was like that was like rank E. I thought E. I thought I did pretty well then. I was like, fuck's sake! I, I did the like, same oh. as you. <laughs> so what the fuck was that about? So it's like you get more points if you get a better rank on the level. So I thought, okay, you get more power ups, so it makes the levels a little bit easier, or you can do things that you couldn't do before. But um, yeah, that and I only noticed the objectives after about four or five levels in. It's like there's certain things that it tries to encourage you to do. And yeah, I made the most of that. But 
I just like there's just so many different things to pick up and lob at people. Just just and then you have the little scanning thing so you can see what you can pick up. It's the first thing I do, and then just make a dash for everything you can pick up and just lob shit at everyone. It's just the easiest and quickest way to kill everyone. It's just literally throwing everything that's on site at everyone. The minute yeah, you see yeah. someone with a gun, you're like, right, you're mine. Yeah, I'm going for gun, you. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a gun, but I've got a trash can. Yeah, the gun makes things a whole lot easier. You can pick one of those things up. Yeah. And you can get rinsed quite quickly if you don't take out the gun person quite quickly as well. Yeah. Gang up on you, don't they? Yeah. It's all right. There's obviously a lot of different trees you can go down to take your character differently. As you, Jay was saying, the grapple route is definitely one way to go. And there's a, a few other different chains you can go down to sort of improve the experience. And it sort of allows you to mix and match or go back and retrace your steps. But I feel like I've lost some points when I tried to do that. Can you respec or not? Like start from the I beginning. thought you could. It says you could respec, but I swear I lost some points when I tried to respec. But I just, maybe it's a bit further on and I've just not had enough points to do it properly. Yeah, I haven't respec'd yet. I might try that. Too late for the review. But um... <laughs> I mean, it's literally just gone live as we've been speaking. Because I definitely didn't forget to get up earlier. <laughs> uh, you only put on half, didn't you? Half came up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's good. Uh, not terrible, but not amazing either. Nice. So, uh, obviously, Ross hasn't played it. Ian, I'm assuming you haven't played it because you were trying to hide away. Yes, maybe. <laughs> I've been playing another game which I was invested in because I didn't want to, get, want to play for left game pass. But now yeah. I'm a free, a free, free as a bird, so I'll do it this week. Nice. Okay. Well, let's see. Let, this let's is the get... shenanigans I keep having to deal with. If you start picking a stealth game, I'm going to start. I'm, I was out the country as well. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately was. I was down in, well, your country, to be fair. So you were in Great Britain, so you yeah, technically didn't leave the country. <laughs> Great Britain yeah. isn't a country, you idiot. What the fuck? Why oh, it's getting angry again. Angry let's let's move on. Daniel, tell us what your thoughts on, on uh, Midnight Fight Express, please. I've, I'm really enjoying it. I. Um, like Gray said, as you played it, you're like, hang on, I battered the absolute bejesus out of each character, and I didn't use the same moveset, and I only got the crappiest mark. And then realized if you go back after you kind of spend a few more points, you just go through and it's a piece of piss, and you can S rank the whole the whole level. Um, like I said, my only one gripe with it is all the text and the fact that you've got to read it and there's no voice acting. Like, yeah. Really pees me off. Um, even if they had like cheesy kind of all the guys in the studio just reading the script, it would have been for my personal benefit would have been so much easier. Um, I yeah, admit, I've just been skipping through all the story. Just BBB. I'm not been reading it at all. I can tell you anything about it. You're called Babyface, maybe. You're Babyface. You're trying to fight the big crime bosses trying to take over the world. And I think it works out every five to 10 levels. You kind of are fighting the that area's ringleader, um, and then you move on to the next one. Um, this is essentially what I've got from it. But like I said, if it would have had voice acting, I would have been a lot more invested in terms of the story. But I'm just enjoying the the beat em up aspect of it, going around, throw a box at someone, punch them in the face, kick someone else, press Y when you can. Um, you can kind of go through past them all and uh, block them. And then it gives you a chain of events where you can like then flip him over or close line him. Yeah. But it's good. So I'm I'm 
like I said, I'm not enjoying it that much, but it's it's quite fun just in short bursts and just beating the shit everyone. And I quite like the they've got kind of um like Batman Arkham style. So when you beat someone down, it sort of like gives you an X-ray, doesn't it, of their skull or their chest <laughs> or whatever you hit them. It just sort of shows yeah. them like breaking and blood splattering and they fall down. Um, but as I said, I think I definitely would enjoy it a lot more if I could play it with someone else. Best game that's ever done anything like that was the um, Blitz the League. Fantastic breaking, game. Breaking the testicles. Oh, yeah. Yes. Damn right. Right. Let's move on to uh, things we have been playing. However, I just want to add a quick breaking news. Alert, alert. We had a, a competition running on Twitters. Uh, a competition, social, you say? Social medias for a Nacon Ooh. Pro Compact controller, um, which has now ended. So if you're listening oh. now, sorry, tough shit. We'll have to do another one. But <laughs> the winner is... Drumroll, please. Underscore zero W seven. You won. Tomahawk owl, doesn't it? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so you won. So obviously Daniel's in such a well, I believe. Uh, we'll get that controller shipped to you at some point in the next few days. Congratulations. Well done. So yeah, keep an eye on our social stuff as Daniel likes to run competitions fairly regularly. Um, just stealth and, drops them. Just yeah, just like here you go. Have a prize. Um, like that. Yeah, well done, Tomahawk. Uh, enjoy the controller. It's a very good controller. Hmm. Cool. Let's move on now to more games we've been playing. Let's give Daniel a break, shall we? Let's go to. Oh, thanks, uh, Ian. Me again. I want to hear. I want to hear what you got got to say because you've been playing a game that I'm particularly interested in. Which one? I played two games this week. Uh, I'm not interested in the second one. Tell me all about okay. Plague Tale. You finished it now. I finished Plague Tale. Yes, finally. I thought I'm going to get this done before I left Game Pass, and I'm. Glad I did it, but also I have a few gripes of it. Mainly, oh, mainly because her little brother Hugo is a fucking whiny little bitch. Isn't that the same way all like little brother, little sister type characters in games? Yeah, I know. You thought he'd be less annoying, but no, he's annoying little shit. I mean, he is suffering from some sort of infection that's trying to kill him, but I guess you. (laughs) (laughs) And he's only about four, and he's like. I miss you. Why can't I see mummy? Because mummy's dead. Oh, She's mommy. pan breed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tough shit. She's dead. No, I mean, he was, but I think I found the game, the sections more when you're not babysitting him, way more fun. Way more less fun when where you're going solo with just her. Um, but that's the same with most games, isn't it? It's like, um, like anything you've got like a, a supervising mission where you've got to like take something from A to B. It's a shit mission. Yeah. But, but at least you can or, hold his hand and drag him along. That's true. The thing is, what mentioned, like I said, what Jay mentioned, I think mentioned last time, was you're right, right. It's very linear. There's only like one path you can make, and that's it. There's no variety of where you want to kind of stealth around if you wanted to. You've just got this one straight path where you have to go and you have to hope time your, time your movements wise. But also, I found it's not really need to be stealth too much because once I start getting the slingshot, just fucking start killing everyone. Yeah, that slingshot is way overpowered, especially like you said, like they come charging at you like one, two, dead. Oof, one, yeah. two, dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again they you the, the aim is off and then you get hit and you don't miss him and he stabs you in like one hit, one kill. But same that way with them is kind of one or two hit kills, depending if you've got a helmet on or not. Um but I still actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. Um I'm looking makes me look forward to the second one more now. Knowing I've completed the first one, actually done it. 
And as you said, we said before, I think I'd hope they just expand out the stealth so you've got a bit of more options, not just this is yeah. how you solve this part. I do wonder where they're going to go with it, how the ending was. It's like, how, where are they going to move this to now? Like, it does feel like it's a game where it's had a, it's had a nice ending and that was it. So I don't know where they're going to go with it next. And they haven't well, really given was, much way, have you? Have they? Not, not much. Like I said, there was a, a, a cover story in Edge last month, I think it was, or the month before. There wasn't too much detail in there other than that they're going to be together again and they're going to go on an adventure and some form of things are going to happen. But again, I won't spoil it if you haven't finished it yet. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, I assume something's going to go crazy in another town or something like that. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm happy I did it. Really glad I completed it and just got to wait and see now what happens to the second one. You've only got, what, is it about a month or so until the second one's out? It's not a long wait. I mean, like no. the end of October or something, I think. Um yeah, good. All right, tell us all about your second game then. Second game is Amazon Delivery Simulator called Death Stranding. So <laughs> UPS like, Delivery yeah. Simulator. Come uh, on, man. UPS. Well, yeah, UPS is more. Yeah, Amazon just chucked the box at your door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not in. Yeet. Knock and done there. You use UPS and knock and wait for you. Um, I'm so far what I've played. I feel like. I've watched more cutscenes than I have played the game. In a Kojima game? Never. Surely <laughs> not. I think that's my biggest gripe of what I've heard about this game. I mean, visually, it's meant to be stunning. And when you are playing games, when you are playing the game, mm. it's brilliant. But yeah. you spend too much time not playing the game, if that makes sense. Yes. And that's exactly that. It's like I feel like I'm more watching cutscenes trying to understand the bloody game. Yeah, I, I mean, the casting is ridiculous as well. I mean, it's got some, like I say, yeah, quite a great voice acting, and like everything is voice acting in the flesh, even the bit when you're skipping text. Um, yeah, it's still voice act, uh, voice acting, but yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know how I am on it. I, mean, I want to play more because I've got to a point now where I started getting some deliveries done. I'm on a few for the earlier chapters where you're kind of learning the mechanics and stuff. And but then again, I'm also wondering, like, because the kind of aspect is where it's kind of online, and you kind of, when you're, for example, when you're going from A to B, people have left like ladders and stuff down for you. I'm wondering if there's a way where you don't have that, so you can actually try and find a way yourself to do it. Because it does feel like you're very much, maybe in the earlier games it is, but it's very much your hand is held, or you have to go this way, this ladder and stuff, and this ladder's way there for you because someone else has put it down for you. So, you know, you just follow that path and it's quite easy. I kind of wish they'd done it like the Death Stranding, eh, not Death Stranding, that's the game you're playing, the Dark Souls approach, where like they leave you a message, but whether or not you want to trust that message is a different thing. And like, I kind of want them to do that with the ladders, like, yeah, this is the ladder you need to take to get over this bit, Cliff. Yeah, that would be quite funny. That would yeah. be like the, the better part of it. Yeah, that would be quite funny. Yeah, you could put it again, you probably could do that, like put yeah. ladders down and pretend right where you're going. And the cargo aspect, yeah, again, it, it can feel quite slow. I'm looking forward to more when I start getting vehicles. I can actually transfer from A to B quite quickly compared to logging a fucking massive box on your back. And I still don't understand the baby yet. I'm still trying to learn the baby a bit. <laughs> the baby is a bit weird. Like it's, it's, I understand the kind of what's happening, but it's also very quirky. Like, hmm, I still need to figure this all out. I'm hoping that it expands more when story progresses more because I'm so, so early days but I'm looking forward to 
hoping that more happens that would make get it further into it, it delivering more of them packages um I'd, like i said before i'd like to give it a try but whether i get to it or not mm. it's debatable oh. because there's too many other games i know considering mm. my piece is like probably what, six years old i'm surprised it's actually ran it quite well it's not fucking caught fire <laughs> yeah exactly i was like fucking this looks actually fucking damn good for my pc like get a message of kojima oh. come out saying no 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 turn it off yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, so far I'm enjoying it, and I will probably play a bit more. Of course, I play Project Game Pass first, but of course, yeah, naturally, that's your thousand Yeah, and my review, uh, of course, which uh, I can't talk review, about. Yes, which can't talk about yes yet. But we shall move on to Graham. Tell me all about video games. Thank you, Ian. Yeah. So. The ones I have been playing, it one is the recent review that's obviously popped out recently from the site, and that's Knights and Guns. That is a very sort of simple remake of an old school game that I used to play at the arcades when I was younger called um, Pang. It was just like this guy who shot sort of this rope power up in the air to burst bubbles, and it, it divided into two smaller bubbles, and it just kept going and going and going until they're all gone. So in the similar sort of vein, you just got a 2D platform, you can only shoot upwards. Okay. And it gets, it, I mean, some of it looks quite bullet hellish, but it's, yeah, it's designed that way. You've got quite a bit of sort of health to sort of last and you can get armor and everything. So you can take a bit of pounding before you sort of really lose all your health. And it's just, yeah, a lot of tactical where you place yourself, like memorizing patterns to know where to shoot upwards because you have different kind of guns you have to work with. Um, every sort of level you get sort of gives you like a basic duff gun to sort of try and complete the level with to get the most out of the coins or you can spend a little bit of money to get a slightly better gun to do it with but um, it, I always stick with the original gun because I like the a bit more of a challenge plus once you're playing through it you, as you kill enemies some of them drop temporary guns that you can use throughout the level anyway they like range from like lasers to a, a sniper rifle or something that can go through the enemies and um, it differs very slightly to try and mix it up a bit of variety each level has sort of um, different objectives one might be to survive wave off the wave of enemy until the end one is to destroy all the enemies that appear another might be you have to take out a certain hard enemy that's on the level whilst every other enemy just keeps coming at you coming at you so they're endless but you have to take out certain specific ones and yeah and as you progress you earn money to sort of unlock better armor to to last that bit longer and yeah, or well, you can use your money to buy better guns to do some of the more challenging levels. Um, you can play it two-player. It's only local. You can't play it online two-player, which is a bit of a shame. But for a simplistic game, it's one of those ones you can jump into, like, you know, when you, it's just a pick-up-and-play kind of one that you can just do, complete a little bit, and then before it sort of starts wearing a little bit thin, you can just come back to it and just play it on the side of one of those kind of titles. You see but, from yeah. just the, the clip that I've just seen there, it gives me, oh fuck, what's the game called? Metal Slug. It gives me Metal Slug <laughs> vibes in regards to like yeah, the fire. And, I know that goes up the way, I know this one only goes up the way, but it gives me that type of the art style and the movement back and forward with enemies coming in and things like that. It gives me that sort of vibe as well for it. Yeah, but um, obviously you're on a set grid. It's either, it's either a very narrow screen, so you're just, you can only move about that's on the one screen. Or it's slightly wider and it takes you sort of about five seconds to walk from one left side of the screen yeah. to the other. So it can open up a little bit. 
and it's quite mean-spirited on some of the levels because it's got like little dog-like creatures that hover along the ground and obviously you can only shoot up. It's like, well, how the fuck do I supposed to take these out? They jump at certain points, but you kind of got to engage where they are and you've got like a dash button, but that, they don't tell you that straight away. The dash button hurts the enemies as you dash through them. So that's how you kind of hit the, the, ground, the enemies on the floor. And when there's swarms of enemies that like you saw before, sometimes a good dash can clear a few of them out. So, yeah, challenging enough, and yeah, it just brought back memories of the old school game that I played in the past. Um, the other one, which uh, I need to uh, rather finish writing the review up for, is uh, Still Rising. Um, that's the half dark salty kind of game that's based on automatons. So I thought this was going to be sort of extremely kind of difficult dark soulsy based but instead it's it's in a similar kind of style you're you you're kind of sort of darting away from enemy attacks and going in for sort of hit and runs like that bit if you stay try and sort of power area or cheese for everyone you're going to get done but um it's the patterns are relatively simple to manage and you've got a variety of different weapons to actually pick from depending on your play style if you're confident that you can parry and deflect you can go for that kind of weapon if you you're not you can go for like a real big sort of heavy shield weapon that can just block all the attacks but your your attack is really slow so you really got to time your attacks well or this mean you can play it in a variety of different kind of ways and basically as you're an automaton you basically upgrade certain things about your your machinery that helps either improve the weapon that you're using or increase your health or the the luck on the sort of the drops that appear out and increase um, basically you don't have health as such you have certain oils that kind of restore your health but it must just be health anyway and um the the game itself is sort of it looks great um it's sort of semi-linear you, you can only kind of go one way through it but you kind of have to revert back and do certain bits before you can progress to the other bits around the kind of area and in the same way that is dark souls is that it has a seat or something that you sit on that you do your upgrades for and after you sit on all the enemies kind of respawn back again and obviously you collect that experience if you die you pick up the experience again to sort of upgrade yourself so that's where the dark souls elements comes in only kind of drawback for me is it's very sort of lacks a lot of atmosphere there's not a lot of background music if any at the time so it feels a bit kind of lifeless at times so you just hear chinking and just sword play which is fine but a lot of it just just yeah, you, you kind of need a bit of background music to help fill in nothing, some of the gaps. Nothing to get the the fighting spirit going. Usually, you, know, you have you have your little background music, that's a bit eerie or a bit sort of atmospheric, and then you go into sort of battle music. There's just that seems to be missing. I don't know if I've turned something off, but it just seems very sort of cold at times. Um, Is this um yeah. like you say? It's like a Dark Souls type thing, but looking at the trailer that Ross just put up, it looks almost like Ninja Gaiden as well, like a bit more fast-paced than yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah, I would say it is. So, it, yes, to me, I think it's just there's Dark Souls-y elements where, you know, you can't just run into enemies to kill them, but I know a lot of games can have that kind of style. It's just the way you collect experience, the way you sit down to upgrade, and once you upgrade, enemies respawn. It's, that's the kind of vein that I was getting at for a Souls-y kind of type game. But, yeah, it also has um, a custom difficulty feature, like if you're really cack, not looking at anyone in particular, you can actually put their, <laughs> their health down, like or you can put like ultimate armor on or ultimate sort of damage, and so you can, yeah, basically make the game a breeze to go through if you 
just want the kind of story. It's semi-intriguing, the story, but yeah, it's not really one that you'd kind of play through the story. You're, yeah, it looks like soldiers have been replaced with certain automatons and a lot of them have gone astray and you seem a bit, I don't know if you've ever seen the film I, Robot, where obviously one of the automatons has a bit of a soul and is a bit better than the others, or a bit more human than the others. And that's what your kind of automaton seems to be. I think the I think like the issue it's not an issue as such, but the the thing I have with these games is if you look at like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, um, Elden Ring, Bloodborne, uh, Steel mm. Rising, visually they all look absolutely superb. I mean they're beautiful games to look at and play. I just don't have this. Maybe as you're saying, this is a bit on the lesser side of the Soulborn type idea. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it as much. I just don't have the skill or I don't have the patience to learn what order the moves that are attacking yeah, me uh, in. And this then, is not like that. That's, I mean, it's not yeah. as bad as that. I mean, I've put in quite a few hours. I think I've only died like twice. And that was only just me being a bit careless. Even some of the bigger bosses didn't even sort of put me down. So, And I'm playing on the normal difficulty. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. It's nowhere near that kind of difficulty level, that kind of irritating. Yeah, the initial bit once you come up to a new enemy is like, okay, how's this? No, they're going to sort of come at me, and sometimes they surprise you. They do an attack and then they bounce and do like a secondary attack. And then once you hit, get hit once, you're like, okay, I'm wised up to that bit now. Oh, okay, I'm going to do that bit. And so, yeah, it's nowhere near as hard as those, but yeah, it's not too bad. Just it seems a bit lifeless at times. Yeah. Oh. oh. Anything I, else in playing? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, was, I, I was about to say exact same thing. Yeah, lastly, um, uh, shamefully, if you think this it is... This is a bit of a uh, change. <laughs> well, it's, it is and it isn't. So I, I was always kind of into sort of the Animal Crossing kind of games back when I was playing it on sort of the Switch and the sort of um, uh, the Game Boy Advance and things like that and the 3DS when they were on those. And so uh, I tried this for the kids to start off with just to get them into that. They only know certain Disney characters. So I'm talking about uh, the Disney Dream night dream like valley so it's very much oh my sort of god crossing stroke um uh what's it called uh like oh stargy valley yes but it's yeah it's more towards sort of animal crossing it's all about the sort of the atmosphere that you're kind of in you're chatting around with characters doing sort of missions for them to sort of get their friendship up and you unlock kind of quests and the more things you kind of do you earn more this thing called dream light which is what you use to unlock realms to sort of find other characters and bring them back to the valley so basically it plays a game almost like it was designed for adults a thing called a, the forgetting happens so everyone's kind of forgotten who they are or who everyone else is and almost like because you haven't seen some of these sort of disney characters for so long it's kind of plays upon your own sort of because you haven't sort of spoken to them a long time like an adult going back to their toys kind of thing. You just need to ah, okay. try and work out why you, they've been forgotten and you start interacting with them, finding out things about them and everyone starts remembering things again. It's kind of things from their kind of stories that you got their Ratatouille on this thing. So you have to help make some meals for certain, for the other characters. And there's so many different recipes that you can kind of cook and there's so many different things you can pick up. And um, yeah, so it's kind of a neat little thing to is sort of this harvesting like crops you can plant crops harvest crops you can dig for things you can mine for different kind of gems you can go fishing in there and basically oh, yeah scrooge is the biggest 
yeah, choose your own swear word for that one in the game. <laughs> yeah. Just everything in there, sort of. He's kind of the, the new era pay to play kind of guy that's kind of in there, just charges for absolutely everything and just an extortionate amount. And um, yeah, so there's a lot of things that you can upgrade make your house bigger, make storage bigger, make other people's houses bigger, and everything you do costs money. And like, to even unlock fast travel, the, the certain wells in the game, you have to pay screws even more money to do it. And um, yeah, so it's just. Earning money takes a bit of time. Earning dream that takes a bit of time. And some of the quests in there are, are quite mean-spirited and take a lengthy old time to kind of do. But it's just quite a casual game. And if you're into sort of those kind of Animal Crossing casual games that are no pressure at all, no, like you can't go wrong. You can't fail or anything. It's just one of those chilled experiences. And it just, yeah, it got me hooked a little bit. And the kids like watching me play it as well. So, nice. yeah, a very good, wholesome kind of game. The, that just came to Game Pass recently, right? It did. Uh, I, you can tell there's so much room for expansion. Like they've only got like I think there's about sixteen, seventeen kind of Disney characters in there at the moment, and there's like so many other realms that you can see locked up. I mean, it advertises uh, like uh, Lilo and Stitch in the the trailer, but I haven't even found them yet, and they're not even kind of unlockable yet. So it's almost like there's so much in there that's still to come. So it's, it's an early access release. Paid, well, yeah, I imagine there's there's a lot still to come, and I've kind of unlocked all the realms. I've unlocked all the fast points, and I've, there's like one more character that I can unlock who I know it's going to be, but I won't spoil it now. But yeah, I think there's a lot of room to kind of grow and expand. So there there is some things that you could probably pay to sort of advance. So I can see where they're going to try and monetize certain things, and I imagine all the extra characters are probably going to be paid DLC as well to sort of get. Yeah, it's fun. It's, I mean, it's, if you like those kind of casual games, it's kind of like Animal Crossing, what it, what Animal Crossing could be if they kind of made it a bit more interactive with other villagers rather than just general chat and nonsense. It seems like what you've explained, like either an evolution or a de-evolution of, um, do you remember like Lego Dimensions and Marvel, I can't remember the bloody thing, Disney Infinite oh, and all that rubbish. Things, yeah. yeah, it kind of seems like they've gone... And gone, okay, that product didn't work. We'll do it in game. And then, as you say, we can then monetize it by adding extra areas. Kind of. But the realms are quite small. So I think it's just literally to add extra characters to kind of bring them in to sort of extend the game a bit more. So I think that's how they're going to plan to do it. I, I don't know how else they can either do it or whether they're going to create new realms further down the line. But yeah, it must know, be something to expand. How they introduce new characters. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much for that. Lots of uh, good games. I definitely heard everything you said. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who have we gone to yet? Ross, Ross, tell me all about video games you've been playing this week. No. I'm ready. So, I, should have, I should have taken a piss here, shouldn't I, really? You should have. This, is, this, would have been, completely. this would have been the opportune moment to disappear from the camera. Um, so, I have been on holiday this week, so I haven't had a chance to play much games, but I do have a... A very substantial and long-winded update in regards to Football Manager 22. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> no, oh, I, no. I'll, I'll keep it brief. Um, the second season of my network game has been completed. Um, there has been quite a big um, European presence from both Brighton, Hove Albion and Bristol City. So Bristol City actually won the Europa League. Um, 
it was a comfortable victory. I think it ended up being, and I've had a total mind like I'm sure it was because Man United, um, and they ended up winning that. Um, so they were the Europa League champions, and Brighton Hove Albion actually won the Champions League, um, going up against Liverpool. So both of the teams getting played have been uh, won by um, European glory of this year, and the league actually went down to the second last game of the season. It was between Brighton and Bristol, and Brighton came out as victors and have won the Premier League as well as the Champions League and also the Super Cup. So we won the European Super Cup playing up against Bristol City. So that has another feather in my bonnet for the fact that the person that I'm playing the network game with has still not managed to defeat me in this save. Um, and mm-hmm. we're just getting ready to... We've just had the Champions League draw for the group stages, um, and we're just getting ready to head into the new season. So that'll be year three, and um, some developments from that. But as not to spoil the listeners' enjoyment and my fellow hosts, the first part of the FM22 Network Save blog has been completed. It is almost ready to be submitted to Jay, so you can get that up on the site. And any any updates from... He's so excited to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it should be, because it just means I'm not going to talk about it on the show, because I'll save it all for going up on the website. So all Jay needs to do is saying, if anybody is suicidal enough to read Rossi's blog about Football Manager 22, it's now up on xboxtavern.com. Um... So no, the first part of that's finished. Um, part two, hopefully finished by the time we come back from London, and then when we complete the third season, there will be um, ongoing uploads every time a year is completed in game. Have you awesome. not given people tips and tricks on how to scout players and things like that? I will do when FM twenty three drops, which is going day and date to Game Pass on PC and on Xbox. And what date is that? November, fuck, November sometime. I can't remember the exact date. Oh, 7th or 23rd. Would you look at that? I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to leave Xbox Tavern on November the 6th. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> um, no- November 8th, it drops in oh. Game Pass, and that's on PC and on the actual console as well. And they've also bring Touchback for this year as well. Wonderful. Even more exciting. Um, cool. So, yeah, so w- as Ross said, I'll, I'll get his, up- his article updated on the website as and when he sends it to me. Uh, so look for that in the next six to eight months. Right, Daniel, <laughs> tell me all about video games oh, that you've been playing. I was going to say, enjoy, I was going to say, enjoy that uh, proofreading. Um, right, so um, I it dropped in Game Pass. I've been playing Immortals: Phoenix Rising. I have no idea what made me jump on and download this, but I downloaded it, started playing, and I'm. To be fair, quite enjoying it. It's a very light-hearted Assassin's Creed. So it's got all the kind of Assassin's Creed nonsense that you would expect, like collecting things, but it actually has humour, and it looks quite nice in the kind of Fortnite-esque style graphics. It's like um, it's Zelda and Assassin's Creed and the baby. Almost I, I as if you read... Don't read that Forbes quote out. <laughs> almost <laughs> as if you read that thing. No, like there is strong... Like Gray reviewed this and he might agree or disagree with me, but it is, you can feel how heavy Assassin's Creedy it is. However, it kind of. Much more lighthearted. Yeah, it's lighthearted. It gives you humor. You know, Zeus and Prometheus are 
yeah. Prometheus is telling Zeus a story and Prometheus is making you Phoenix, this kind of almighty God. And Zeus is like, no, he's not a God. He's going to die by this demon. It's all like, you know, quite funny, lighthearted. The gameplay is, it's all right. It's nothing yeah. too taxing. I am playing it on story mode, however. Well, you wait till you get to some some of the puzzles. You'll you'll definitely hit some taxing points. He's playing it on story mode. I'm playing it on story mode, guys. I, yeah. I can't <laughs> some of the, the the puzzles as you get further in the game. The puzzles I don't even know. This this not like fighting or anything. It's literally the puzzles you have to work out. It's um, so far I've enjoyed it. Um, it is good. I, I it, admit it was good. It, it, it's good. Um, whether I'll play it longer, pass. I don't know. But for the time being, it's, it's a bit too long for you. <laughs> to, well, yeah. I mean, I, I presume this is what is it, a thirty-ish hour game? Thereabouts, yeah. D yeah. So you know that it might be twenty-five hours too long. <laughs> but the two <laughs> Again, hours I've played. <laughs> yeah, no, twenty the, minutes the, I've played. <laughs> yeah, the twenty. No, I've played two hours. Thank you. Um, according to my save, um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. It, it, it's like I said, it's fun, it's lighthearted, it's something I was semi interested in when it got released. However, the, the kind of the time you had to put into it put me off. Um, being in Game Pass though, it's free, so I took a took a punt on it. I should complete other games though, but never mind. Yeah, that's that's what the Game Pass is there for. Just a little bit of every game, and don't actually finish any of them. Yeah, I mean that's the story of my life. I don't finish anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not touching that with a fucking barge pole. Um, anything else, Daniel? <laughs> no, unfortunately, that is all. That's all I've been playing. Um, it's been a very tight week, back to school and everything else. That's so uh, busy, busy yeah. time. Unfortunately. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, I shall uh, indulge you all with my fucking massive list of games I'm playing. I'll go from relatively quickly because we've been going for nearly two hours already and it's fucking madness i know what's this falling asleep as yeah, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to get up for work in the morning but that's not the point <laughs> we're going way too long here um so i Does reviewed have to work, no no we for no. some reason we were closed i don't know why that worked out he's uh he's wangled it as well you know she I'm died up here anyway. so it's some of your <laughs> game <laughs> uh right so yeah i've reviewed uh three titles this week uh, one of which the review will be up tomorrow uh, but the first one is you suck at parking which was added to game pass a couple of days ago and this is a puzzle game that requires you to drive your car from the start point to several parking spots within a level uh, but you can't stop it until you get to those points so once you go you just have to keep fucking flooring it um, oh, cool. Almost like, uh, like uh, what's it, Speed, that film? Like, you can't, you cannot slow down. You must keep going. Um, although it's not strictly true, because you can kind of stop for a very brief moment and then carry on again, but you can't. You That's like handbrake turning, isn't it, and stuff like that? Yeah, you can't um, sort of you know, drive to a bit, line up, stop, figure out where you're going. You have to keep moving all the time. Um, it's quite hard, especially by the time you get to the last set of levels and stuff, but it's a lot of fun. It's, the level design is really good. Um there's lots of jumps and twists and turns and there's there's bits where that you'll have a, like a fan that'll blow you up in the air and then another fan will catch you and blow you the other way and then you've got to land on a ramp and come down and swing and jump and and all sorts of crazy shit like that uh but yeah i really enjoyed it it's, it's one of those pick up like um midnight fight express like i said pick up for five minutes play maybe three or four levels been up excellent put it down for a little bit come back to it later on um it's 
the le- the single player is quite hard because like, by the time you get to the end, and they start add like bullet hell stuff in, which I love bullet hell, but this this was just ridiculous. Um, but there is an online mode which I didn't get to check out till after I wrote the review, and it's up to eight players, and you basically have to be the first to park in all of the spots. It's about between eight and ten spots on each level. And that's a lot of fun because you can bump each other out the way and you can race to the spots. And then once you've parked in one, you've you've got that spot. You don't have to sort of keep your car there or anything. Uh, and I, I quite enjoyed that. And I was going to suggest it for a Project Game Pass game. However, at the minute, there's no party play. So we couldn't play it together. We just have to join a random no. lobby and hope we get put in together. Oh, God, uh, I'm not so, doing that. So that, that could wait for a little while. It looks awesome, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, single player is, is really good. Um, and one thing i did enjoy about it because there's quite a bit of physics basedness to it if you're driving around a level and you're just about to hit the parking spot but for example a mine blows you up or one of the rockets that, that gets fired you blows you up you'll get sent back to beginning but that car will still be in play so it might then roll into space into place and then land on the parking spot in which case it counts as long as there's a physical like vehicle on that spot even if it's blown up which is quite nice. But at the same time, you can also drive around and knock your car out of the parking spot if you're not careful. Um, so it's it's a bit of swings and roundabouts, as they say. Um, the main thing I didn't enjoy about it was the physics kind of played against you. There's a couple of levels where they've got like bumps in the road, but it's really hard to tell because you've got like an isometric camera and you try and turn the corner and your car just goes flying across because it's not actually on the ground, it, but it's, it's hard to know that you're going to fly through the air at that point. And, and that cost me a few uh, a few times, which was annoying. But other than that, I enjoyed the single player and the multiplayer especially. was was a lot of fun. And I, once they've added the party update, I would highly recommend that we jump in and play together because I think it could provide some hilarity. Just watching yeah. Dan trying to play it would be fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, it's brilliant. It, I can just picture the rage. <laughs> no, no, he will not. <laughs> Who's, who says that? So I, I can't see the name. Man with a plan. Yes. Will he complete it? Absolutely not. I mean, yeah, it's unlikely. But like it gets really hard. And there's even like if you um say a parking uh, level's got three parking spots. If you park on all three of them spots first time, you get gold a gold medal, and you have to add them up, and then unlock further harder levels. Which I must admit, I, I tried one and I'd failed spectacularly, so I didn't even try it again. But um, yeah, the more gold levels you get, the more harder level you can unlock which is which is fun um next game is cube the 10th anniversary edition ian i believe you said you played this before yeah um i'm not going to mention the comparison game just yet because that's not fair but it's it's a really good game it's really first person puzzle game uh where you're setting this like alien cube and stuff and the idea is you've got four or five different colored blocks you can interact with like the red one will create a tower up to a certain height the green one will drop a block the blue one will spring you up and, and so on and so forth and you sort of set in these little puzzle rooms and you have to just use in each one to figure out how to get through it and it's not necessarily hard but there are a few points that i got stuck on i was talking to ian when i was playing one a couple of levels yeah. the other night uh, and it was like i could see what i've got to do but i can't figure out how to make it do that um but I eventually got past it, and oh yeah, I really enjoy it. It's not quite as good as that other game that shall not be mentioned, which I'm sure you can guess what it may be. Um, but yeah, I, I've enjoyed it, and the story is a bit weird, gets a bit crazy towards the end. Um, but yeah, it looks nice. They've they've upspuffed the visuals nicely. They've given a whole extra level um, for this re-release, uh, 
I was about to say, what's the difference? So, at least yeah. as far, I, I've never played the original, but as far as I'm aware, the first set of seven levels are the same, and you just get one extra one beyond that. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I've enjoyed my time playing through that. Very good game. It looks at both reviews of them are on the site right now. Uh, last game I want to talk about is Isonzo, which myself, Ian, Graham, and special guest Pete played uh, the other night, Friday night. So um, I was curious oh, about this game. This game. This game. I mean, I've only, I've, I've never actually heard of it, and I've only watched the trailer from when you mentioned it. And You're I'm looking it. at it like, man, this game looks incredible. So it's a World War One first-person shooter like online multiplayer game. There's no single player at all. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can play against bots, but there's still a multiplayer match, I think. Um, and they've done uh, Verdun and Tannenberg. I, I reviewed Tannenberg uh, two years ago, I think. And they basically carried on from there. So it's very authentic to the era. Like you've got pistols and rifles that take forever to aim and l- shoot and reload. And it's quite difficult to see what's going on. Um, and the game mode in this is, I think they call it like uh, assault or something. And the idea is one team of players has to attack the other team of players' defensive points. So you've got an A and a B location. If they capture both A and B, then their battle front, uh, their front line, sorry, moves forward. And then they've got to capture the next A and B location. But the defenders have to stop them getting all the way to the other side of the map. And there's each map's different, but there's between like four and six different like sections you all go through. And it's quite tough to get into as graham and ian will probably attest to like if you're not familiar with that sort of setup or if you're not used to something that's not call of duty like run around shooting everyone in the face as fast as possible it's quite an acquired taste but once you get into the flow of it i think it's really good it's it's something different uh it's it's 20 versus 20 uh ai players fill in the gaps of the real players but this version of cross play so i think most of the time when we played we had a full complement of like 40 players playing yeah, mostly um, PC probably. <laughs> mostly PC, I think. Yeah, uh, I did definitely got killed by some PlayStation players a, a few times, which I, I enjoyed, but, um, killed by Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> there was one player in our game called Taylor Swift fan something, and he was just mopping the floor of us. <laughs> I don't know if he had some fucking secret code or something, but he was just destroying us every time. Like people head Taylor Swift fucking But it's very like I said, you can't just run in and gun like fucking balls to the wall, fucking fire machine guns and stuff. You've got to slowly approach the objectives and, and creep and crawl your way around. And when you fire a shot with the rifle, it, you, know, you fire a shot and it takes like four or five seconds to get ready to fire the next shot, at which point they probably shot you in the face. Uh, and I had a back and forth earlier on when I was playing it on my own, where I, I shot and I missed, and the guy shot me and he missed, and we're both just standing there like, quickly trying to reload <laughs> our gun, like, who's going to reload first? <laughs> um, surprise, surprise, surprising no one I lost because... <laughs> I can't aim aim for shit but yeah it's it's a very enjoyable game as much as like reliving the horrors of World War 1 is enjoyable um, because it's quite especially if you're playing on your own I I think when we played as a group we didn't quite notice it as much but if you play solo you hear like the screams of the soldiers and there's like fucking arms and heads everywhere and it's like this is proper grim but yeah as a group we were like proper getting some tactics going on picking different classes and that uh and Pete was, uh, especially because Pete was a sniper. I think Gray stuck with the sniper for a little while as well. Oh yeah, um, I was picking a lot of heads off. And I was going for the um, for the engineers. I'm... You could build like turrets and, and and embankments and stuff. And I can't remember what Ian, what what class were you going for? I was the officer, so I was always in the mili- the airstrikes and stuff like that. 
yeah, so he they can call in, gas. call in some, yeah, some mustard <laughs> gas or uh, fucking bombings or strafing runs and stuff. Yeah, and, and just, yeah. And like, the nice thing with that one, you can only do pistol kills and you couldn't pick up any gun. Yeah. It's always like pistol, blah, blah, blah. but luckily, if you do a white pistol because they do their one shot and miss you, and like four pistol bullets into them. And and, yeah, die. I was gonna say it's generally a one bullet, one shot, one kill as well, unless you yeah. hit them in the arm or leg with a, like a pistol or something. Um, but I enjoyed it very much. So I, I enjoyed Tannenberg, and that was a bit more smaller scale, whereas this is quite a large scale. The only problem I think with this I found was playing on my own, the match is going for way too long. I played for about half an hour this morning and I only got about half through a game because I, I had to head off, so I had to turn it off in the end. Uh, it, it takes so long for, for one team to advance if the defenders are even remotely capable. And then you've got to advance about, like I said, four or five, six times. Um, but it's, I, I, I enjoyed it. I think it's good, a good alternative to the regular first-person shooters. Defence is way more easy than offence. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like night and day different. That's and it's a bit of shame. Well, that's not like you can do much tactics with it. But yeah, it looks, it's it's good. I'm very happy to see crossplay because Tannenberg suffered very quickly because even about two weeks after launch, after I reviewed it, there was like five players online on Xbox at a time, and I was like, well, I need more more players. Whereas here, like I said, we've had when I checked the lobby this morning, there was at least a couple of hundred players playing on a Sunday morning. <laughs> It's so, pretty good. That's always good. Like, long may it continue. So yeah, so good games. Like I said, my review for that will be up. I think tomorrow I've said it to, to go live. Um, and the other two are already up now on xboxdam.com. You can go check them out. Um, and one more thing, which I've forgotten to get. Let me just grab it. Fill the, fill the air, gentlemen. Fill the air. Fill the air. Well, we, did play four, we did play four guys as well that night. And that was fun. We did the football mode, which was actually quite hilarious. The fo- Sorry, hold on. The football mode? Yeah, it's like, so what, is it, what do you call it? Like Rocket League, oh, but yeah. four guys. Oh, is that the one where it's like the balls drop in it and you've got to like yeah. grab them? And, yeah, sorry, I was getting confused. It's like football that, mode and fall guys? Yeah. What the fuck? It's actually surprising, like, actually quite a lot of fun. Yeah, we've got two wins, didn't we? Yeah, two or three wins. Yeah, we're actually the right because, like you say, it's all you have the team set up and it's quite nice because obviously at the end of it, you're, you're fighting your teammates. It's obviously 4v4. And I just, we did quite well. We won three yeah, out of four, right. I think we did. Yeah, that's guys, yeah. Rocket League. It's good fun. Um, and, and Jay's word thing... of encouragements as well were nice. <laughs> Ian, <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. All right, and I'll keep this very brief because we're going way too long now. But I reviewed recently this. I don't know if you can see that very well. Ooh. The Moga XP7X uh, Power A Cloud Gaming Controller. Um, for Android, for, for Android, um, I think this one just is—is is it just for Android? Don't trust anyone's got Apple. Android and Windows. Hey. So it's it's Bluetooth, obviously. Uh, the great thing that I enjoyed about this is, uh, so it starts like that. You start this bit out, and that's like a little stand you can put on your table, so you haven't got to hold it in your hands if you want. Oh, nice! Which is nifty. Little touch. Uh, obviously, controllers like that. Obviously, if you're not listening, if you're not watching this, I'm terribly sorry. This is very visual. Um, but you've got that stretches out nicely to hold your phone. But I've reviewed a few cloud gaming controls and they've all been really good so far. But this is probably my favorite, mainly for like the form factor of the Xbox controller sort of handheld thing. The triggers are decent, the buttons are decent, and that. However, this one has got some built in paddles, built in flappy paddles on the back. Do you say oh. that's Bluetooth? Yeah, Bluetooth. Uh, only one per side, but you can set it obviously to whatever button you like. So. 
they're, they're slightly too low down for my liking, like as, as a quick go. But once I got used to it, it was fucking brilliant. Uh, it works wonderfully. It, it charges, if you've got a wireless charge enabled device, this will do that as well. Nice. So you can oh, charge nice. your phone while you're playing. Um, and you can also plug it in via USB. So if your controller's got no battery, plug it in via the phone and it'll run off that battery so you can still play. Should you be out and about and like, I need to play some cloud gaming, but I've got no charge. No problem. Just make sure you've got a cable with you <laughs> and you'll be laughing. Um, How yeah, no, much is that sent you I back? I believe this is $99.99, which is generally the price of these cloud controllers. Mm. Yeah. Um, but this is definitely, for my money, the best one I've used. So what, obviously, the new Rikishi's coming out, or the new Rikishi for Android is already there, the V2. Yes. And the <laughs> iPhone... I haven't tried the, no, the Razer. The, the iPhone 1 is due to come out. Uh, fucking yes. iOS always late to the fucking party. <laughs> um, so that'd be interesting to see comparatively for that. Yes, so yeah, like I said, I've got plenty of reviews up on the site, but this one definitely up for my money anyway. Not that I paid for it, of course, because they're very kind to send one for me for review, but definitely the best one I've used so far. Um, it feels great, like, like I said, it feels like an Xbox controller, sounds and chunky, it sounds substantial, yeah, yeah. And whether you use the, the, the stand or put your phone in the actual device itself, it's very comfortable and easy to play with. So, yeah, definitely go check that out. Views up on xboxcam.com. I don't know if I said that yet or not. xboxcam.com. You've heard of it. You should go check it out. It's a website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's it. I've sort of rambled through all them quickly because we're going, like I said, way too fucking long at this point. However, gentlemen, let's not let's, let's not end it there. Let's not ruin what we've got, a good thing that we've got going on. Let's talk about things that come to Game Pass, shall we? It's just a small list. Just a small list. And Ross, please enlighten us what we can play this month. So as we were off last week, we have ones that we'll need to recap. So I will fly through these at a rate of knots as Dan looks like he's ready to murder all of us when he sees us on Friday. Um, so, <laughs> so we have Amazing Cultivation Simulator, uh, September 14th PC. Um, you suck at parking, as G was mentioning earlier, which is September 14th on console, PC and cloud. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, September 15th, console, PC, and cloud. Um, the next few are the 15th as well. So we've got Dang, ah, Dang and Roper, V3, Killing Harmony, um, Despot's Game, Fuga, Melodies of Steel, Metal Hell Singer, Nuno Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch Remastered, Outer Wilds, great game if you haven't played it, jump into that one. Um, and all of them are various different places, console, PC, cloud, um, Jumping between a few of them. The big one, Deathloop, coming to Game Pass on September 20th. I think we're all looking forward to jumping in that one. Beacon Pines, September 22nd, console and PC. Slime Rancher 2, Early Access, September 22nd, console PC. Grounded, the 1.0 release on September 27th, console PC Cloud. Moonscars, uh, September 27th, on console and PC. And Valheim, September 29th, on PC. Fantastic games there, uh, including Metal Hellsinger, which I'm not going to get into now. I have played some of that. I don't know if you guys have checked it out yet. Fucking brilliant. If you haven't played it, play it. I want to play Nino Cooney. That's the one I want to look at. I've heard a lot of people asking about Nino Cooney. Yes, it's 
Special guest Pete is probably playing it right now as we speak. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good little game for that. But, yeah, definitely go check them out. And, obviously, Deathloop, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Even though I've been playing it on PlayStation, I'm probably going to start it again on the Xbox just so I can play it more regularly. Um, however, it's not all good news. And we've got to break some people's hearts at some point. Well, Ian, well, sad tell times. Us tell us what's leaving Game Pass, please. So, leaving us on the end of this month is Slime Rancher, Lemnis Gate, Going Under, Dirt 4, Dirt Rally, Subnautica Below Zero, Dandy Ace, Unsighted, AI The Somnus Files, Astra Ascending, The Procession to Calvary, and Visage. And there we Some go. fairly fair to middling titles there that are leaving us now. Yeah, um, Lemnis Gate is good. Really enjoyed that. Other I still want to properly play that with someone because I, I, yeah, I never really got into it. I'll play it with you, but uh, yeah, bizarre yeah, can, if I can do one, but yeah, we can play some Lemon Skate. However, if you're not up with the kids, you know, you don't want to get in with the cool crowd, you just want to stick with the old games with Gold Graham. For the last month, yep. it, it, for some of them anyway, tell us what we can pick up for free. Well, you can pick up Gods Will Fall from September the 1st to the 30th. Double Kick Heroes from September the 16th to October 15th, and Portal 2 from September the 16th to the 30th. Damn right. I made sure to redeem that earlier on, even though I already own it. Why the fuck not, eh? Exactly. Can't be a bit of a, can't be a bit of Portal. Um, and I did skip over, just, just very quickly, I want to just read out some reviews from the guys on the site, because they do some fantastic work each and every week. Uh, obviously, Daniel's review went live as we spoke. Midnight Fight Express, he, he gave it a 7.5. Go check out his video review on youtube.com slash xbox official as well as xbox7.com. Uh, AJ pulling in some fucking shifts at the minute. He reviewed Kaiju, the Kaiju Dating Sim, and SD Gundam Battle Alliance. We've had some fairly fair to Midland reviews recently, including James's uh, 80s Overdrive review. But you can go back and check all them out on xbox7.com. Thank you very much. And after just over two hours, I believe that's us, us done, gentlemen. Um, we've achieved. We've made it. We've, we've talked video games. We've talked GTA. We've talked all sorts of goodness, including some Resident Evil. Not quite enough Resident Evil for my liking, but we'll get back to that next week. Um, anything else to add before we wrap it up? I was on sale. <laughs> I'm sure if you said Dan, but I won't be. But also, know. if people are falling in love with Football Manager 22, if you've got Prime oh, Gaming, God. you can pick it up for free. Ask? Why did I ask? Oh, we're gonna, right. We're going to be in person soon. We're going to talk to each other and touch. We each are. Other. Right. So we're gonna I have to share other. another. I have to share a room with Dan again. <laughs> Dan, can we can we spoon again? Oh, well, yeah. hey, you and Dan were enjoying that spoon on the Saturday on the Friday. I say, if Ian falls asleep again at six o'clock, then we've got some fucking problems. But thank you very much. Uh, we'll 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 see you all in person Friday at EGX in London. If you're Let's there, hope it's better than last year. Let's hope. I mean, Sonic says well, it can't be any worse. Can it? From from what I've seen in regards to the schedule and the games there, and obviously EGX last year was the first time I'd ever been. But from what I've seen comparatively, it's night and day. It's meant to be it infinitely bigger. It looks massive this year. It looks huge with some of the even like even just if you look at the basis of Modern Warfare 2's beta is going to be hands-on, for example. I mean that by itself is bigger than anything was at last year's show, including the, the awesome Fall Guys oh, stage. Guys, that was brilliant. I was hoping to spend in the pub. Yeah, exactly. We were oh. we were fucking <laughs> <laughs> tight steep by fucking one o'clock. 
Well, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, won't we? We might end up shit-faced regardless of <laughs> what games are there anyway. Yeah. Um, but if yeah, if you're there on the, uh, Friday, feel free to say hi if you see us walking around. You uh, will see us all with our very bright-coloured Xbox yes. Tavern hoodies on. So, And uh, if not, give us we, a will, shout. we will give you the lowdown and the recap when we record uh, next Sunday, I guess, at 8 Yeah. Yeesh. Yeesh. Thank you very much. Uh, I've been Jamie. You can follow me at Enaxan, and I've been joined this week by Ian. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> Ross. Uh, Scottish Croft. Oh, that bit. Sorry. Don't worry, Ian. I'll right. okay, right. you. You've missed it now, Ian. Uh, Graham. Uh, Graham Reaper. And Daniel. Uh, chocolate about 80. Oh, my God. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hello, goodbye. <laughs> Have a wonderful week, and we should speak to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Good hugger. Bye. 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 B